Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you see and realize what you missed out on, you are going to choke. You're going to choke. You are going to need your EpiPen to open up your airways because you are going to be in disbelief of what you missed out on. Thank you for the experience. And truly, Jimmy, God bless you. everyone welcome back to another episode of everyone's business but mine this is a special episode because you guys wouldn't leave me the fuck alone no i'm just kidding but it is a very special episode and to talk about season six of love is blind i could not possibly do it alone obviously we had to bring back the tradition bring back our girls welcome back desi and rachel of hollywood crime scene hey hey ladies hi Hi. how are you we're back Shaking. I'm shaking, Kara. <laughs> so excited. We've been dying to t- we've like not even really talked to each other that much. We wanted to save it for the pod. <laughs> yeah, it's been really like difficult, I think, for all of us to like keep conversation to a minimum, but like it can't be helped. We gotta yeah. talk about it. This is a mess. No. And I've got like a whole list of things that have come out since that we gotta talk about at the end. So strap in, ladies. This is a this is a big one. Love yeah. is Blind, season six. We're in North Carolina, Charlotte, <laughs> to be exact. And, um, oh, we have another special guest. I'm so happy. God, he's handsome. Look, uh, <laughs> Melon is already making a scene in the background because he watched Love is Blind season six with me. So he's excited. He's got opinions. Oh, man. Melon, Melon is more needy than Chelsea. <laughs> 
How many Melody's times have you said I love you? Cat, by the way, huh? <laughs> How many times have you said I love you to him so far today? Just be careful. Oh, he's God. very he's very clingy. He's clingy. <laughs> he's the clingiest cat I've ever owned. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's a Chelsea for sure. Man, this oh. I know you guys aren't really sister wives heads, but this kind of feels like sister wives in that there's been a bit of a lull with love is blind. And now I feel like we're really back with some mess. And I appreciate that. And I'm happy to be here. I know I've we both have agreed that this is maybe our favorite season ever, like the best. Really? Season. Yeah. You didn't I watch season one, best. did you guys say? I didn't watch season one. So maybe it's not the best person you know, to be judging but yeah. I can't imagine it's as good as this this is crazy I honestly yeah, maybe, think you might be right I think maybe it's, it's recency bias mm -hmm. but I feel like I would right now how I feel is that this is the best season yeah I I don't disagree I really don't let's get into episode one you know we're like west side story snapping down the hallways everybody's so excited to be in the pods and go off to the headquarters and do all this stuff. Why we had to have a three minute introduction with the EDM version of Whitney Houston's higher love is beyond me. <laughs> so excessive, <laughs> but whatever. Welcome back. Um, I was thinking, oh, they totally blew their entire budget getting higher love on that one song on that one. Well, song. that explains the rest of the music. So. <laughs> They literally had nothing left. <laughs> so we got a single woman to do like $15 a pop songs. And that's yeah. what we got. They're like $15 worth of songs. The I genuinely think they got those people to do it for exposure. Like I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to put your, the name of your band in the captions only. Mm. And that's going to be what you get. <laughs> so the first guy we meet is Trevor. Like what a meathead he will not beat the meathead allegations he's got a mullet he's just like he talks like a bro like like everything about him is just like lumpy and clumpy but not in a bad way no and no. the first thing he tells us is that he's doing this experiment because in the past women have assumed that he's just some bro and that he does he's not sensitive and smart yeah, but just like every guy who says that, he's obsessed with the notebook, or so he says. Like, I feel like he's watched it three times, maybe. I feel like every straight man who's ever gone on this show has only, like, their only romantic movie they've ever seen or even heard of is The Notebook. Right. <laughs> they Googled BuzzFeed's top romantic movies list or something, because it's always, like, the same three movies. It, it, really? No, like, really, every one of his interests were so typical stereotypical I like butterflies I like a fresh cut lawn I love the notebook like I like to walk I like a walk to remember he like Tell he me. like learned all he knows about women from like the tumblr it's a girly thing trend <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um the next horror show we meet is a guy named Matthew who he comes prepared with these like 15 questions but he one girl asks him like hey how do you feel about this question like she answers him and expects a response he's like i wasn't expecting to answer any questions now like he's so fucking weird he's short he keeps leaving. <laughs> i feel like they always have one of these guys he was like especially yeah he's especially bad because this season is so good 
their yeah. robot guy was extra. Like I, for a second, I mean, because I had no idea what we were in for this season, but in this first episode, I was like, you can't fool me. Love is blind. This guy's going to turn out to be the Zach of the season where we all judged him on episode mm. one. And then we all <laughs> fell in love with him. And no. at first, at first for like a minute, for one minute, that seemed like that could be true. That's true. We did have a little breakthrough with AD um, and they did kind of have a thing, but Matthew to me always seemed like somebody who would push his wife off of a cruise ship mm. and act like he didn't, you know, <laughs> like he just had that faith. Like I, I didn't love it. Um, so yeah, he does like kind of click with AD. Honestly, like, I don't think you guys can say this, but I will. I had a feeling that he knew she sounded black and was like, oh, I'm into that. And I kind of want to go for her. That's just the vibe that I got because I, I know what I'm talking about. Just, just trust mm. me on this one. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> but she also seemed like the only one kind of interested, right? <laughs> yeah. The, all the other women were disgusted by him. No, yeah. they were shocked. They're like, he, he's the creepiest guy. We all agree. He's the creepy guy. And they were absolutely shocked that she like was able to get any kind of like human emotion out of him right well her, her tastes are diverse <laughs> i mean she picked two more opposite people in my opinion like, but both bad both bad in their own way but like just complete yeah. opposites like ad like we just got to put this right out the bat she is a number one captain save a hoe like if you looked it up in the dictionary that would be her she loves a broken horrible man and she's like i see the red flags it's not even somebody with rose-colored glasses she knows yeah. that this is fucked up and she's like i'm gonna do it anyway no Yo, she's yeah. gone to enough therapy that she knows exactly her patterns and her behavior but she hasn't reached that point where she's willing to do anything to change it because it's, yeah it's still really comfortable being with a guy like clay who we'll get into yeah, yeah. she yeah. loves a challenge she a loves a challenge. challenge for sure the first couple that really bonds are jimmy and jessica jimmy we gotta say has like a deceptively hot guy voice which really i think worked to his benefit jessica, yeah they all comment on his voice yeah yeah do you want to say who Brittany berlin is Yes, she looks just like Brittany Furlan. Just like her. And that's why I kept calling her Brittany. And I had to change it in my notes so many times. Like, that's not Brittany Furlan. Because there is a Brittany on the show, too. Which yeah. Which probably made it extra confusing. Yeah, exactly. Je Jessica's like a prototypical Instagram baddie. Right. Teen mom, teen mom turned, like, pageant queen. Mm. Like, she's, she's giving. She's like... The makeup is already always on point. The hair is curled. Like everything's perfect. She's got this 10 year old kid. Yeah. She's got the cutout dresses from Revolve mm -hmm. that she wears with the strappy, um, laced up stilettos. She's done to the nines in every single scene. Every single scene. Um, I would just like to say, why even bother with the heels? Because I was kept being distracted by all every, as soon as the women got in the pods, they would take their shoes off and like, well, just don't bother. Like just go in with slides or like a, a slipper. Cause that's what I do. Yeah, I don't even bother I, dressing up. Yeah. 
I'm someone who prioritizes comfort. I mean, I feel like you can make comfort look cute because there are cameras on you, of course. Like, of course, I'd be wearing uh, makeup in every single scene if I'm going to be filmed. Sure. But the high heels, I don't know if I'd go that far for talking in a pod. Just doesn't seem worth the acrylic heel. I, I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I'd have cool. a I'd have a Snuggie on. <laughs> right i wish you could be wearing a bra you'd be like Garrett, i would want to be like under a blanket just getting cozy not worrying about my side rolls popping out <laughs> really like tuck your left boob back into your tank top carrots falling out again please <laughs> um, so yeah jessica's got this like rory like gilmore girls thing going on with her daughter right and she was like oh i told my daughter i was gonna come back with a husband and that we were gonna get married like the stakes are very high for her, but she doesn't want to tell anybody she has kids until she like really gets to like them. I find right. that crazy. I'm sorry. I get maybe doing it in real life. You kind of meet someone, you don't say it right away necessarily until you kind of vibe with them. But mm-hmm. in this cir- circumstance where you're gonna supposedly be marrying someone in four weeks, I feel like you need to get it out right away. Yeah, you uh, might as well not waste your time. And- yeah. Also, it's like, it's just weird to, to hold back that piece of information in that circumstance. I think, even though I kind of get where she's coming from. Right. Uh, I just, I don't know if in this situation, I was kind of like, eh, it's kind of weird that you did that. Well, <laughs> no, I, I totally get what you mean. Cause it, the point is to be like intimate pretty quickly and like reveal yes. these personal truths about yourself. So yeah. Yeah. I get that. Um, one consensus I saw a lot online was people thinking it was weird that Jessica would apply for like, do love is blind at all? Because then that would mean that her daughter, like if she did get engaged, there would just be like essentially a strange man moving into the house Mm -hmm. and like living with her daughter after she's only known this guy for four weeks. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. I didn't think of that, but that is pretty Cause usually you might date someone for a while before even introducing them to your kid once right. it's serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It, it definitely created an awkward situation between her and Jimmy because she does like, like we say, like we wait, she waits like what 72 hours before she tells him. <laughs> so, and then he's like, why did you not tell me this earlier? But then he really tries to clean it up and be like, no, like it's cool, but you could tell he, he did not like that. It was over as soon as she said yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, I think it also was like, it's a 10 year old daughter, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> this is not like a toddler. And I feel like maybe that makes a difference to him. I don't know. I don't know if anything makes a difference to Jimmy. I know Jimmy is just whatever. <laughs> Jimmy Pesto. Um, I- so- Jimmy also has other options like there's a lot of crossover this season a lot of triangles squares happening like people choosing first and second choices and going to the other one and so Jimmy's other choice is Chelsea um she was like divorced woman divorced millennial woman I I like to a T uh flight attendant just like very needy um just like always very insecure oh just wasn't recently also, divorced wasn't he also weirded out that she was recently divorced or just yeah divorced at all? and he tried to act like it was because jessica had hit them with the kid news earlier and so this was like a double whammy 
right but he also tried to make her feel bad about it he's like this is just like a lot of information today like shut up i it's always funny i was like i literally do not care about someone being divorced (laughs) it's just like what year is it like it could just be a long-term relationship with a breakup it's almost the same to me like yeah so it's always funny when people are still like you were divorced like truly who cares (laughs) (laughs) yeah like at some point we got to get over people having other relationships like other serious relationships like get over it Mm -hmm. um so yeah he basically tells chelsea i need time to think about this and she starts crying which she is good for a cry she's constantly falling to the floor always saying she's gonna puke if any guy shows her like an ounce of um interest she's like oh my god i can't believe she I know after that's the fourth time of her doing that you're like okay girl come on like <laughs> yeah I don't she's the- know why she feels so desperate like I get okay maybe you feel some type of way about being divorced but at some point somebody chose to be in a marriage with you so it's fine it's not like you've been single this whole time and like nobody's ever wanted you like chill out I'd like to talk to the ex-husband Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm just curious. I'd like to know what their relationship was like. I think they were really oh. young, like 18 or something. So, but was she I mean, always this way? Has she always been this needy? What is what triggered this? I mean, given what we see of her behavior, it would not surprise me if she guilted this child, person, man, <laughs> right down the aisle. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, her her that. her behaviors, real bad, real bad um so then let's talk about ad and clay right like clay is a fuck boy but he it's like 70 percent a persona that he puts on and 30 percent natural to him which makes it significantly worse like he wants to be like this and he just yeah. like announces his red flags pretty much immediately <laughs> yeah he's somebody who like wants to be terrible but like d- isn't very socialized to do so like he he's not a total fuck boy because he's not that good at it no he's not good at playing the game he doesn't know how to like love bomb first yeah he he seems very like hot late in life to me you know what i mean yes yeah yes. i was gonna say he has like this dorky aspect to him and that that tracks mm-hmm. um, Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also we do meet his mom later and I do feel like she's responsible for any good in him. <laughs> like, and some of the bad, frankly. There. Yeah. yeah. So, But we know he I took mean, his yeah. dad's advice. He followed his dad's lead. Yeah. Papa yeah. was a rolling stone, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, so <laughs> AD and, and Clay are like kind of vibing with each other and he totally ruins it. Like not even ruins the moment. He ruins the whole fucking show for me by being like, well, you know what, AD physical attributes really mean a lot to me. So, you know, I would just really be very curious about what you looked like. And AD obviously is like, what show do you think you're on, sir? Love is blind. It's such a turnoff. And Desi, did you say this, that, they should be kicked off the show if this is how they act because i agree i feel that way i do i feel like i I feel like people in like you know hazmat suits 
should come into <laughs> and like drag their asses out. Put like, the red light on and be like, woo. Seriously. And everyone in the everyone in the house will be like, oh shit, someone asked. Can you fit on my shoulders? Or like whatever sneaky little backdoor questions they do to yeah. make it happen. I'm yeah, not, I don't like it. Bring the guys in the helmets from uh, Squid Games to come and take him out. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> I feel they like they should be shot with a tranquilizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring the girl out and just have her like laser to shoot him right in the temple. It mm. was, it's, it's pissed me off so bad. No, I feel like that was violated way more this season than in previous seasons. I feel like at most we've gotten is some guy thinking he's slick, being like, so I'm really into fitness and yeah. really date women who are really in, could I pick you up? Like shake, didn't shake. ask that? Yeah. Could yeah. I lift you? If we were at a music festival, could I put you on my shoulders? Right. Yeah. They were a little more sneaky in the past and, the, and obviously clay is just like, says it. It's like, yeah. dude, you're not even sneaky about it. You dork. Which, <laughs> it makes me think because I used to watch married at first sight and this is the same production company that they probably, he probably auditioned for Married at First Sight and they were like, mm, this is not a good fit or whatever. So they put him over on Love is Blind and he didn't know the concept of the show and thought he could just like do whatever the fuck. Right. That's Ugh. what I think. Like, oh my God. So uh, this crew, you would think, creates a situation where AD is like, I'm not into this dude. He's very shallow and I don't want to deal with him. And she she does kind of bait him like okay well what is your type what do you like he's like oh you know like petite yeah okay uh petite and you know like lips and butt you know that sort of thing you know like i just really know who's gonna need i need to know who's gonna be on the other side of that door like you know whatever she's like okay i understand that that's very important to you i'm not mad about that she says in a confessional it's a deal breaker but of course we find out it absolutely is not it's infuriating oh. and she's She's like hot too. So I kind of like when the girls aren't trying, they're like actually really hot. Well, it kind of pissed like, me no. off more, Desi, because I'm like, she's did? Got really, she's got a tiny little waist and a fat ass, and he doesn't deserve that because he's no, too I thought well, the true. same way. I wanted that's her true. to reject him and then show up at the barbecue later yeah. and yeah. be like, hey, dickhead. Yeah, just no. like Jessica says to Jimmy later, like, just yeah. Mm. Screaming, I agree. Up I agree that I don't like it like that in that regard. Mm -hmm. I guess I liked it more when the girl, like, because sometimes I see a girl, they want them to know that I'm actually hot. Yes. So th in that regard, I like that AD wasn't like, you know, I'm actually really hot. She didn't like, give it to him. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like sure. she didn't say anything. Whereas Chelsea totally did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get into that later. The real opposite. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So AD does like, she's waffling between Matthew and Clay, right? And AD at one point in the pods tells her, I kind of feel like we're, oh, sorry. Matthew tells AD, I feel like we're vibing to the point where like, I'm trying to propose to you. I want to go on a top of a mountain. If you want to leave the show, let's leave the show. And then she's like floating on a cloud being like, oh my God, this man is like, we're down to the wire. He's about to propose. She goes back to the women's headquarters and she's telling all the girls like what he said. And this other girl, Amber, I think her name is like, yeah. uh, he literally word for word said basically the exact same thing to me, which is like crazy. That was my first out loud gasp. Me too. Mm -hmm. That moment. <laughs> Because I had truly gotten suckered into AD and Matthew. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, maybe it's so weird. It's going to work. Like, yeah. No, and maybe I really... he needs a dorky guy. Like yeah. I, I truly was like shocked when I heard, when he got exposed. Yeah. It was almost kind of like Lauren and Cameron from season one, but like he was, he was like a scientist and she was like very cute and like very bubbly. And like, you could tell that they really meshed and he like wanted to have that like more adventurous side taken from him. And like, they just really meshed. And it was kind of giving that until he like a fucking psycho was like word for word, love bombing another woman. Weird, weird. I felt, I felt sideswiped by a bus. <laughs> when amber said that because they really like i said before you know i thought they were pulling a fast one on me by making him seem really creepy and weird i'm like oh no he's actually not creepy and weird it's the edit it has to be the edit right Mm. and then we start rooting for him with ad and then amber's like oh yeah he said all that shit to me yeah right and it was the dad stuff too and ad's dad had died pretty recently so it made Mm. it even more kind of horrific that he would go there because right. he's asking for Zach like, is, should I talk to you? Zach dad? is a good call, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he is that Zach. We I think we were all thinking the same thing. Right. Ugh, I mean, and that's what now. we've said this before, I'm sure in prior seasons we've recapped, but that is, I think, part of what makes this show work so well is how it's produced, in that there's so many plot twists mm-hmm. with yeah. characters, and there's so many um reveals and like whiplash moments right right it's kind of interesting psychologically because i do feel like there must be something in the human mind that wants you to believe in something like this so when the whiplash happens it's extreme Mm because you're like damn it they got me (laughs) you start to feel stupid because you don't know which way they're tricking you like yeah right i'm feeling like ad in this moment frankly like Mm. and ad keeps getting played this is like the episode where she gets played one after the other because she confronts matthew and you think she's going to be like have this great girl power moment or whatever you want to call it right and he's like oh you know i would pick you if i had to make a decision today but i'm gonna make one tomorrow which is like puts the power right back in his hands right and then it gets worse because we find out that ad is still entertaining clay even though she told everybody he's a walking red flag and she goes back to like hear him out and his excuse for demanding to know what she looks like is that he quote manifested his personality clay what the fuck does that mean because he used to be a nerd he's like doing that irritating apology thing where he's like and i apologize for that like he's talking like a politician almost Mm -hmm. Where it's just so insincere and he just keeps saying, and I apologize for that. Like he doesn't say I was wrong or there's no vulnerability in this sort of explanation that he gives her for why he's shallow. And also we know it's bullshit because he never changes the behavior. He continues to be incredibly shallow. (laughs) So wild. So then AD tells Clay about the situation with Matthew and he finds out he's in a love triangle and he's like, well, I don't know why you would tell me this, but um, who are you referring to? And she, when, when she tells you, when she tells him it's Matthew, he freaks out. He's like, you have to be kidding me. Like everybody in that. I'm sorry. I did laugh at his reaction, even though it was like very mean, but it was still, I mean, it was just like, of course, Clay would have that response. Cause he, <laughs> he definitely is like, I mean, he is hotter. He is definitely hotter than Matthew. And like Matthew has been a 
according to the guys, like a fucking weirdo mm-hmm. in the men's quarters. So it is very funny that he kind of got owned like that. It that made like, it oh so God. worthwhile, though, all of this. <laughs> he, literally, <laughs> he literally said, so I can't even freaking funny. Yeah. <laughs> he was like in another world. He could not imagine um how ad managed to get herself in a love triangle with two guys who actually don't care about her is incredible like this might be a first yeah Yeah. and ad also did that thing where she like like her her tying herself up into knots about why she was gonna go with clay made me infuriated and i like ad she's like one of my favorite girls yeah this season but her behavior is infuriating probably because like when I was like in my early twenties, I used to do that shit. So it's so hard to watch this behavior play out with another woman. Cause it's like watching a horror movie. You're like, no, don't go in there. Don't go in there. Cause you know, what's behind that door. But the thing is, she also knows what's behind that door. And that's right. so crazy. <laughs> that's what makes you know, it more upsetting. AD is definitely the friend who always dates a bunch of losers. And at some point you just stop caring. You're like, go ahead. What, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Can't stop you. <laughs> You got to learn on your own. Like, yeah, yeah. I, oh man, this is wild to me. So we find out that Amber, who was like Matthew's other prey, was like, I'm icked out by this immediately. So she leaves the show. Smartest girl on the show. She was. She was. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so another connection we get is Kenneth who is this like wonderkind he's a 25 year old principal for whatever reason (laughs) a pastor um and he starts vibing with Brittany she's 24 she's a teacher so they both have this like educational connection they both lost a parent at a young age um they They both god they both they both love god amen and um at one point Brittany (laughs) Brittany is very funny to me like she's a sweet girl she means well mm. but she's just she tries very hard to be inclusive yes. and like speak of this language that's just very um HR to me <laughs> well why does she keep saying I gotta ask she's like and you identify as black I identify as white it's like she's using this I think yeah language but she doesn't it's not correct exactly right. <laughs> I think I think that she really is trying to use the proper language and she I mean I'm gonna say I'm not mad at her like I I like (laughs) I actually like Brittany I think Brittany's a sweet girl and I think she has good intentions um I just think it's I just thought it was like a funny quirk of her it's very funny yeah it's very funny she means well for sure so like I said they both lost a parent at a young age and they also have like this this story about like Brittany tells a story about how her mom has a twin she asked Ken would you be open having twins which is a, a strange question because how was <laughs> how is he gonna answer that but then she tells a story about how um her mom's twin sister got into a car accident and then she flew out of she was ejected from the car and then run over by that car and obviously she died but then um she was born on the mom and the sister's birthday a year to the day of the anniversary. It was very confusing. It was giving that Mary Cosby story <laughs> about the lady that flew out of the car and died. 
if she uh, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, I, this was just one of the many devastating stories that cast members had this season. It felt like there were even more than usual. Mm -hmm. No, everyone, it was like Disney movies. Everyone had like a dead parent or like some tragic story in their past. Right. Um, It was crazy. No, that I agree. That timeline, I was like, I was like that white woman with the figures meme (laughs) to like figure out the fucking timeline of it all. I didn't get what she was saying, but it sounded profound. Yeah. Mm. She was born on her mom's birthday, which was a year after the sister died. So she never had to spread a birthday alone is like the story. She was always with her sister and then her daughter was born. Did the aunt die on her birthday? No. Okay. Sorry. It just happened the next okay, birthday. She would have been okay. alone, but she wasn't because she gave birth. I got it. That's nice. <laughs> so, <happy>. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So go back, going back to Jimmy and Chelsea. We got to talk about the the comparison heard around the world. Because oh, yeah. at some point on this date, on this date between Jimmy and Chelsea, it's kind of like you said, Rachel, like trying to be like, oh, who would people say that you look like to try to figure out how hot she is? And she says, well, you know, on the plane a lot, I get, I do get mistaken for somebody, but, um, you know, I don't think so. It's just like, we have light eyes and dark hair, but it's, um, Megan, uh, machine gun Kelly's wife or girlfriend or something. And Come his on. Yeah. You know, <laughs> damn well who Megan Fox is, especially right. if you just told us that you get told that all the time. Exactly. And like, baby between MGK and Megan Fox. I'm not remembering his name. No, no, (laughs) no. Also, Chelsea asked Jimmy what celebrity he gets told like that he looks like and then immediately answers the question with who she gets told like. So in my mind, she clearly wanted to bring up that she gets told she looks like Megan Fox. Because she knew Jessica was winning. Yes. Mm -hmm. She knew Mm -hmm. Jessica was winning and Jimmy is such an idiot that immediately he goes, Megan Fox. Oh my God, Megan Fox. Because Chelsea is seeing Jessica. Chelsea is seeing her. Right. Her like fight or flight is triggered, right? Mm -hmm, Because that's probably the girl who always gets picked over her. Mm. Uh, So this is her chance. Chelsea keeps talking about how she's like tall or something. So I think like, and Jessica's like a petite, like just like a tiny little beautiful little thing like um yeah i i think you're totally right um i would like to say that jimmy didn't say who he looked like and Mm. i think a lot of people were saying thumb um i said jimmy pesto jr from bob's burgers a russet (laughs) potato (laughs) i mean yeah yeah i think thumb is accurate you know what his haircut isn't helping his thumb aesthetic whoever his barber is needs to be fired or well i did see a recent picture of him and it it is the situation has improved i will say oh Oh, good good um so yeah once he finds out that she looks like megan fox allegedly like i almost thought he was going to kool-aid his man way his kool-aid man his way through the pod like just get to (laughs) it like and that was it like as soon as he's like okay jessica's got a kid this one looks like Megan Fox. I'm going to stick with her. Like, forget it. Forget it. 
Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, and at that point, I was like, okay, I'm glad she doesn't look like Megan Fox because you're a shallow <laughs> dick. Well, and it's like, this is why you always downgrade, or at least I like to do that. Like downgrade what? your looks, like don't get them excited about something that doesn't exist. It, like make the improvement be like, wow, you said you were hideous and you're not bad. Right. Better in person. That's what we're going for. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta work the refs. <laughs> um, so our first engagement are with people that we don't really see too much of their story. It's Amy and Johnny. Amy oh yeah. Looks like Catherine McPhee. If Catherine McPhee got into like a crystal mm. witchy phase. <laughs> and Johnny. Anyway, AB um, decides to step up and confront Clay, who mm. she's like, I did not like that you yelled at me when you found out that Matthew was the other person I was interested in. And she's like, I feel like you got me in a loop of confusion. So she gets in the pod. Like, like we said, we found out that uh, Amber officially left. And then what happened? Like, Matthew, there's some like weird thing between her and Matthew where she's just like, I, I can't get the truth out of you, so I can't continue to be in a relationship with you. So he asks why, and, and she's like, "What's going on?" He goes into this weird speech about how, like, I can't give you what you want, and you know, I feel like you've got all of America on your side, and I'm really sorry, but like, I've got to end this. And she's like, "You sound really upset." And he's like, "Is it because Didn't he, that he had America on his side?" No, he said America loves an underdog. Like he oh, was right, right, right. to break right. the fourth wall. He also yeah. tried to turn it around on her. Like, no, you can't break up with me. I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. And she- no, crazy. What he did not know was that she knew that Amber left and that he was like, oh, I'm leaving the show because I want to be with Amber. So he's like giving her this bullshit speech. She's like, you know that Amber left, right? And he's like, yeah. So? <laughs> so- um, yeah, it was just like very weird. She was like, all right, well, I'm just going to head out then. And then Matthew says he's going to go get his girl and we never see him again. I can't he's wait to see him for again. I mean, do, are we going to see him in the next few episodes? Do you think? I think like usually they do like a, everybody gets together. Yeah. Thing. Or yeah. maybe that's like after in the after the show. You know, No, they there is a party usually because I remember... There was like that one picnic with Sha Shane and Shane. Oh, that's or Shane right. And Shana. They had like some big picnic. So I yeah. do feel like all of the rejects come because you're always like, who's that? Right. And I was like, right. Never saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Amy and Johnny in episode three, they see each other for the first time. I didn't think Amy was super into Johnny, but Johnny was definitely like, oh, I just won the fucking Powerball. Like he was right. so excited. <laughs> Amy does yeah. say, like, I'm not usually attracted to white dudes. Like, this is not really my thing, the ginger thing. But, like, you know, I'm just going to listen to my heart. He's an amazing man. I'm excited. I knew, like, she didn't even have to tell me this. I could tell by the winged eyeliner that that man was not her type, physically. Mm -hmm. I mean, whose type is that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he's like, a sweet guy. He's a sweet guy. I feel like yeah. if he cut his hair, he'd be more attractive yeah, yeah. the hair is definitely hmm. the hair yeah. like like declaration of independence yes 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 it, it doesn't look great um <clears throat> but yeah. 
I mean, he's a sweet guy he for is. sure. He's Unless definitely the next the episode is a fucking shake. I have no idea. Who knows what the show? Yeah, for real. <laughs> shocking though. For real. Um, we have our first breakthrough through with Clay in episode three when he has this like emotional breakdown about how people have this perception of him, but it's like you want people to have this perception of you and now you're crying about it. <laughs> it's weird. It's bizarre. It's weird. It's, weird. it's like, yeah, you're right. He presents this thing. It's not, he's like, I'm a fuck boy and yeah. wants to be seen as that, but then cries about being judged that way. It's like, babe, you don't have to be that way. <laughs> like, exactly. like, who are you, Drake? Like, what's going on? <laughs> no, uh, and later on, he will be like, and I will cheat. I can promise you that. <laughs> I will cheat on you. I'm a cheater. It's like a daddy's a cheater, my granddaddy's a cheater, my great great granddaddy's a cheater. That's how it works. It's genetics. You can't it's stop genetic, it. Yeah. It's science. You wouldn't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like not liking cilantro. It's a genetic. He <laughs> can't know? help himself. He can't help face. it. I got the bloodlust for cheating. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like he's going on about how these people have a perception of him. And this is where I was like, because he's talking to some random dude at the pod who we never see unless they're like giving advice to somebody who's like one of the main girls, right? We have to come up with a name for these people. Like they never yes. leave the headquarters. They're always giving this very sage advice. But they're like, the, what's it called? The NPG? They're NPCs. NPCs. <laughs> they're the NPCs. Because they're, yes, yes. <laughs> So I was like, what's that? The guy was giving advice. I was like, he seems cool. Like, why didn't we hook him up with a girl? Right. Like, you see perfectly reasonable. Oh my gosh. So then um, when they get back to the pods, Clay apologized to AD for cursing, but he was like, I was just really shocked when you told me, Matthew, <laughs> you're literally a love interest. So <laughs> then she brings up the conversation about like, remember you said you didn't want to move forward without knowing what I look like. And he's like, Hey, you know what? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but you know what? I'm ready to take this ride and get better for you. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Wow. <laughs> Something every girl wants to hear. Really? Well, I, I guess I'm ready to take this ride. Oh Jesus. So captain save a puts her hat on and gets mm. to work. I mean, that's basically what we get. She's like, you know, with, with me behind you, you're going to be a better man. Like, oh girl. Uh, mm. Famous mm. last word. The, the turnaround was shocking with AD. I, I truly was kind of like, really? Like right. after, all that, after all that you put us through, now you're just going to go with him. And he's he shown zero um, change. Like, she yeah, I don't know. One of the NPCs in the women's headquarters that, these there are these men who don't on the show who don't care about compatibility they just want to win yeah and you knew that and you still did it anyway girl that's wild that is wild um kevin and britney get engaged their engagement the engagements are kind of a flop like britney really damn near cried over like a pack of dollar store string lights that they put on the ceiling and was like oh my god <laughs> crazy but before they he proposes she does ask what ethnicity is your family like girl just ask him if he's black or not okay it's fine oh my god again breaking the rules of the competition how huh? is that even allowed i don't know also like what if he was adopted you'd be like gotcha right <laughs> that's true oh man Okay, so going back to Laura and Jeremy, 
well not even going back to them we don't really even talk about that yeah. <laughs> um, i was like hey, who's this <laughs> laura has like she looks like somebody but i can't she looks like someone and i've been yeah. racking my um, brain you know about she it looks like weeks. the girl from um who played mary cherry oh i don't know mary i was cherry. thinking of a housewife for me oh there's a okay. housewife that she's reminding me of and I can't I want to say maybe it's an OC one. <laughs> um oh yeah I mean that could be it what oh my god Leslie Grossman is who I'm thinking oh of. Leslie Grossman yeah yeah kind of yeah. like Leslie Grossman and somebody else I, I'm yeah. gonna have to work it out but um Jeremy is like he's kind of a short king I thought they were going to be a bit of a sleeper couple because Mm -hmm. we really don't hear anything about them until episode three. And that's kind of how it goes. Like, yeah. Until they do like their typical trauma dump and they talk about how they didn't really have family growing up and they didn't really like celebrate holidays and they don't now. And then they do what I'm going to call Pinteresting each other off, which Mm. is like, I want to have a Christmas where we're all wearing matching pajamas and we're drinking hot chocolate and like we're throwing snowballs at each other and like this is the life and on Saturdays we're going to wake up together and go to spin class and we're going to kiss each other and then we're going to go to Home Depot and we're going to make out there and like you're talking about these like Pinterest ass lives that aren't real and no this is our future this is what our life is going to be I love you. And Laura was getting like wet and gushy during the whole conversation. And what's his name? John. Jeremy. 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 He was getting rock hard. Oh my God. You're right. It was the most like basic, non threatening, boring ass fucking Christmas. They're like, and what if we did something crazy, like made hot chocolate? (laughs) Oh my God. I'm going to come. Also, like, I'm sorry. But like, what guy thinks about Pinterest stuff? Who like it's? I didn't even just think about like we're gonna take powdered sugar and make little Santa like put uh, his Santa boot prints in the in the yard so it looks like he was like walking and trailing through snow. Like, how did you even know that, Jeremy? What's going no, on? It's, it's wild. He it's follows. Really he follows a bunch of MLM Christian MLM girls. Yeah, on Instagram. That's how or we got he dated that idea. One. He gets rock or hard, he's, or he's dating one for Mormon mommy bloggers. Yeah, truly, and like this shit doesn't matter. Like, yeah, we can all want to have a cute moment twenty four seven, but that doesn't like have any bearing on who you are and what you're gonna be like in the future. Who cares? No, well, it's, it's really sort of like when people say I like the finer things in life or I like to have fun. It's like, yeah, who the hell doesn't? <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't like differentiate you from somebody else. Right. No. And it's the weird thing is also we find out that Laura actually has a whole ass family. Yeah. So what the hell is she even talking <laughs> about? <laughs> I was kind of shocked. I was like, wait, you have I wait, what? <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even think about that because it's been so long since this episode. Dude, she well we will get there, but but yeah, her family. Look, and I'm not a Laura fan at all. She fucking lost me in episode six forever. But her family hates her. Yeah, she's annoying. <laughs> she also seems judgmental of her family. She's Do you got know bad what I mean? vibes for yeah. sure? She's judgmental of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I, that's and true. Not in a fun way, like we are. You know? 
No, no, of course not. She doesn't have a podcast. <laughs> get a podcast. You gotta be funny and judgmental, not exactly. just judgmental. Exactly. <laughs> um, so getting back to Jessica and Jimmy, we're still kind of in a love triangle with Jimmy, Chelsea, Jessica. And so he she knows that. Like Jessica knows this and tells him this is like kind of her Hail Mary to see what if he's gonna propose. Like, I I love you, but you know. And my body has this physical response to you, Jimmy, but you know what? I'm going to give you the freedom to do what you got to do and explore your other options because she keeps using this tagline. Like, I need to know that I'm your first round draft pick. Like, I need to know that. Ugh. Okay, girl. Okay. <laughs> Don't describe it that way. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's very bar stool. It's very also, like, she's Saturday really for the boys. Playing like love chicken. Mm-hmm. yes thinking it's all gonna work out and she's just saying I love you I, I mean it's crazy that she's putting herself in that position but she's so confident because she's used to people seeing what she looks like yes I think and uh she's gonna get a rude awakening mm. <laughs> and it, um basically okay so like Jeremy has his own little triangle with Sarah Ann um she cries a lot she cries a lot and she's like yeah, I do have feelings for you, but they are more physical at this point. So just think about that. Like, how is that even possible, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. how is that possible? I haven't seen her. Wild, wild. He gets, he gets hard when she talks about not supporting a woman's right to choose. Right. <laughs> of being a patriot. <laughs> patriot. It's like, who says that? Oh, you know who says that. Um <laughs> We don't know where she was January 6th, but we have questions. I have a yeah. feeling we can find out pretty quickly. You know, how is that not in his notebook? <laughs> <laughs> where were you? Um, so, okay, back to AD and Clay and Clay proposing. Most of Clay's proposal was the absolute fucking worst about how I didn't want to do this. I did not think this thing was for me. Like, why did you go on the show then? Like, I had no interest in this show not aligned with my values at all but you changed me and then his question is do you want to rock out with your boy clay oh Stop my it. god <laughs> oh my if god. someone proposed like that to me i would say no and just i do not i do not that's the same thing that, rock that makes me you. like actually i hate fun and i never want to rock out. <laughs> You've turned me against fun times, sir. I don't want to be part of your your lifestyle, sir. I don't want to do this. Oh I also God. love when someone describes fuckboy as a value. Like, right. that's not your values. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't go under values. The, the, the values tab, Clay. Oh before they see each other for the first time, he says, before coming here, I never would have thought I would love somebody for their personality. Incredible. <laughs> just stunning <laughs> I mean I kind of love him <laughs> like on the show like it's I it, you always have to appreciate when someone just says shit and it's like you do know you know you're on tv like <laughs> he's very very honest that's for sure um go she she says yeah she's like very happy they do when they do see each other she's like am I what you imagine he's like you know I tried not to picture you and I tried to look past the physical stuff, but I am impressed. I'm like, I'm sure you are. Look at that ass. Oh. Yeah. Look at it. 
And she was proud to show him too, which I didn't like. I was like, don't give it up too easily, girl. No, she, I was disappointed in her. He didn't deserve the spin. I, I would say that. He did not. <laughs> um, getting back to Canada, Brittany. Um, she does say, I, I know that you identify as a black male, which is so funny. Um, <laughs> they do decide not to have sex before marriage, which to me was like the nail in the coffin. Like, oh, this, this is already not going to work. Like you make that decision right after seeing each other. Like, I don't know. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. So Chelsea has her like her thing with trevor still as we find out he throws a little hail mary pass by giving her a rock that said love in braille because he thought it was aligned with love is blind i mean <laughs> very literal <laughs> that, that's really cute that you thought that um so now we got to get to jimmy and jessica Oh man. So she gives Jimmy as her Hail Mary after the like first round draft pick speech, a letter that she said she wrote like a long time ago to her future husband. And oh, is boy. like, I'm gonna give you you this letter. Oh man. I don't know. Why did she this do choice. this? I don't know about this. It, it was a lot. It was very uncomfortable. I hope it was fake because that's a lot. That's a lot, babe. Well, it's also like that's not really something you give a guy like I could see right not to a woman and it works but a guy most guys would be like scared by something right. like that mm-hmm. I don't know. yeah very cool and he tells her you did a great job <laughs> terrible he's like I feel strongly about you too and like I am really happy and I'm so lucky to be the man that got to read that but I do have a lot to think about so Jessica's like okay Jimmy, I'm a big girl. Like, if you're feeling conflicted or not, just don't, just tell me, you know, like, I can handle it. Don't do this. Like, I don't like this. I think you kind of like the idea of having somebody who's as strong as me, but I don't think you really want that. You know, I think you'd rather choose somebody who's a little bit more gentle with you. And Jimmy's like, yeah, well, I think I could handle somebody like you, but like, I am used to being a complete leader. Like, are you? Where? Ew. Sad to me too when women who are about to get rejected, start using the language. Like you don't want me because I'm too strong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not really always, but it's like, I guess you need to build yourself up in that way. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a shame. It's a shame. So then we get to Jimmy and Chelsea and like pretty much immediately after Jessica gave Jimmy that ultimatum, he was like, Oh, well, I'm going to Chelsea. He tells her, I love you. And but then he's like, I'm not going to propose, but I did say I love you. So she basically is like, oh my God, Jimmy, I'm so great. I'm going to puke. This is so gross. I can't believe you're saying this. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up right now. <laughs> she gets back literally to on the ground. Yeah. She slips, slithers off the sofa. <laughs> I got to say, Chelsea's physicality, like the way she moves her body wow. has been something to witness this uh-huh. season. From the way that she runs to the way that she heaves herself over pieces of furniture, mm-hmm. like even her facial expressions, it is she it is, is something in. to witness. She's on par with Lucille Ball in terms Truly. of her physical she, comedy. She's the Lucille Ball of Love is Blind. <laughs> Buster Keaton. That almost sounds like you were writing a song for her, like from the way she walks to the way she. <laughs> 
<laughs> not in a good way yeah oh my god so she comes back t-rex running to the women's headquarters to tell everybody like what just happened he loves me he loves me she tells some of the girls laura hears this she goes to jessica and was like jimmy's not your man just trust me you you gotta leave you gotta leave like don't do it why didn't she just tell her specifically dude that's what i'm saying are they not annoying i mean jessica did get the message but she didn't it was just I don't know why it was very funny. It's like, why are you being cryptic about this? Right. We, the audience already know, right. This isn't like a storytelling device. Like, why are you, why are you withholding this information? She's like, just trust me. You need to go. Like she was acting like Jessica was going to flee in the, in the middle of the night, wearing a cape (laughs) and abscond into the wilderness. I would also love to know the procedure when you want to leave, like, right. do you have to ding a bell to get a production person in to let you out? Like, yeah, I would love to be like, here's a little behind the scenes when someone wants to get the hell out of here. Yeah, um, but I, I was shocked when she just didn't say it. He just told Chelsea, he, like, I was like, is exactly. are they not to be specific like that? Like, what's going right. on? You're bringing yeah. me to a corner. You're holding both of my hands and being like, that's not your man. So just tell me what the fuck is going on. Like, just say all of it, man. It was so dramatic too. She's like, that's not your man. Just, just no, Jessica, Jessica, that is not your man. What, what's good? That is not your man. He's a lizard person. <laughs> it was like he was a doppelganger or something like, right. like what, that phrasing was just hilarious to me. Mm. So so Jimmy, oh, they're all huddling around her and hugging her and i was like does chelsea see that this happening right, like right was yeah. chelsea in the bathroom at this point like what's going on um she's probably puking um so jimmy and jessica have their big breakup conversation and he's like you know it's really hard to have a tough conversation and she's like literally just spare me spare me the pity party at the very least you owe me an ounce of directness right now and he's like okay well i really care about you and i was optimistic about you and like I already know that you're an incredible mother, which is like okay, well, then there it is, <laughs> and there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you're gonna make an incredible wife for someone else. And you know, like I know it's hard because nobody wants to break up with somebody. She's like, yeah, it's really hard for me to feel sorry for you. You ruined this opportunity for me, and you should be ashamed of yourself for making me feel this way. <laughs> which Honestly, like, I, I understand. That. I understand her being upset and devastated over this. I get it, but what I don't understand is her saying you ruined this experiment for me. Like, bitch, I, this I, is I, the experiment. This is how it goes. You it works or it doesn't. Like we like what we, you guys said before, it's like I don't think she's used to being rejected like mm-hmm. this because mm-hmm. she is yeah. beautiful, and I think she probably does have her pick of the litter with a lot of guys or guys that she's attracted to. Um, so this was like extra devastating to her. Maybe that's what I'm reading into it. At least. I yeah. love that to me that was like, like here, someone saying to him, could you just be direct? He's like, Oh, okay. You want direct? It's like, like yeah, everyone always wants to right. all the time, especially in this situation and then proceeds to not be direct. You're yeah. Great. And you're so great, so great for somebody else. Like, okay, that doesn't tell me anything, but thank you. Um, so she's like, you know what? You let me pour my heart out to you more than once. I made excuses for you saying you needed time. Cause like, I know that I'm a lot, but now we're out of time and I'm leaving here alone. 
And that wasn't supposed to happen. I deserve well, so much. There, it is. there it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you put this up on your vision board and he ruined it. And you're going to go back home and like put it over your knee and be like, hey, he ruined everything for me. Like, girl. Also, he should, she should not have told her daughter. I'm no. sorry. That's on her. Like that was weird. You can tell her, but don't tell yeah. her in the guise of like, I'm going to bring a husband home for us. Like you're going to come right, back with right, the daddy. Right. Like, yeah. Just weird. obviously she has to say, I'm going to be gone for whatever, however yeah. many weeks. But it's like, why would you act like you're coming on with her new stepdad? Like right. that's crazy to me. Honestly, this is like the plot to the stepfather. One of my favorite <laughs> horror movies of the eighties. If you think about it, like mommy brought home this new guy and he has a we don't know much about him. Yeah. He looks He's really like bad at phone. communicating. <laughs> <laughs> Got a really deep voice and he looks like a thumb. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> That's true. The thumb part is also accurate. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, she's like, I deserve so much more. And Jimmy's like, well, I didn't know anything. I didn't know for sure what my decision was going to be until our last date. So Jessica goes, Jimmy, when you see me, and you realize what you missed out on me, you're going to choke. You're going to need your EpiPen to open up your lungs because you're going to be in disbelief at what you missed out on. So thank you for the experience. And truly, Jimmy, God bless you. <laughs> the drama, girl. The drama. She's so Honestly, I'm just, I don't know how people walk around that confident in how they look. <laughs> or anything. Um, no. Did he say that he had like allergies? Or I was just drop that. that. Yeah. I don't remember him saying anything like that because that could be like what if he had like some serious like where he almost died right. as a kid? And she's like totally. just consider me peanut butter, bitch. You're gonna need you know that heart pen. defect you have? You're gonna need it. <laughs> it's just like right. Or if it was Jeremy, she would have been like, get your CPAP machine on, bitch. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna turn that off in the middle of the night. Now you'll see what yeah. <laughs> You're going to feel like a succubus is sitting on your chest. She's like fucking Metallica enter Sandman. She's like, we're off to never, never land. Sleep with one eye open. God. <laughs> so funny. Okay, it's even funnier now thinking that he might have a serious allergy. <laughs> you know how you die from a bee sting? Well. Megan you ever seen my girl, Jimmy? What? <laughs> I'm going to be standing over you, but not helping. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so yeah, that's the end of them. And this leads us to episode five where Jimmy and Chelsea are together. He says, I'm definitely proposing because she's the love of my life for sure. And, you know, like I want to have this incredible life. You know, I know she's the one. And she says, you know, the older I get, there are a lot of flight attendants who are alone <laughs> like oh this is what it is you don't yeah. want to be part of the single flight attendant club yeah you don't want to be one of the girls in the delta lounge complaining about how single you are this, this is what yeah. it is for her um so yeah she ends up walking uh he proposes she says yes and then she has to break up with trevor right and he like totally thinks that he's got this in the bag with her like that's it she's like you're in a phenomenal person you would really fit into my life but I can't give you all of me right now why did she say right now I don't know 
Why did she say right now? I <laughs> loved his follow-up question though. Cause he was like, are you giving someone else all of you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's what I was thinking. Like, why did she say it that way? Yep. Yep. So yeah, she's like, it, it is weird. He, she, he does ask her if I had asked you first, would you have had a different answer? And she does not respond. She's like, um, I don't know. And then he basically like checks the fuck out of her and is like, this doesn't really seem like a great idea. And, um, you know, good luck to you, sis. And I think he's right. And I think we're going to find out that he was right about that. Well, I love that he was like, so you're picking someone who was, couldn't decide between two over Mm -hmm. someone who only wanted you. Right. You were his second choice. Does that feel good to you? Yeah. Trevor Mm kind of ate with that. He did eat with that. (laughs) Um, so yeah, he was like, do you have a reason why you chose him? And she's like, no, like, well, what are you doing, Chelsea? (laughs) What's going on? Um, so then like, I don't know, Jimmy, she goes back to Jimmy. He's being so awkward. He's like, you know, I've just been emotionally drained. And, you know, she, he tells her I almost went home and she's like, okay, I don't want to hear that. (laughs) Why would you tell me that? That was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they meet each other and the way he looks at the camera. Oh my God. When they hug. Like, that still image, like that screenshot is never going to, like he, he cannot live that down where he's just looking directly into the camera. Like oh, I've made a terrible mistake. Help me. <laughs> Help. No, it was literally, it was literally like hostage video eyes or yeah. something. Like this is, I'm not enjoying this despite what it seems like. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man. When he says in the confessional, she definitely lied to me on looks. She told me she looks like Megan Fox, but it, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I'm very no. proud to her and I can work with that. We don't believe you. We Ooh. don't believe you, Jimmy. He's trying to I can work himself. with that is, is so I'd be so upset. Terrible. But let's like, like let's talk about it. She does mm. look like Megan Fox at certain certain angles. She does sometimes. Not she can she can make it happen yes i see it yeah i see it um but i just would never say it that's the thing it's like why would you put that out there you i would never you have to look better than megan fox which who does to say that you look like megan fox because anything else is going to be disappointed yeah nobody looks like megan fox except for angelina jolie so right <laughs> right no i think i think it's like her it's like such a girlfriend thing to say like oh my god girl you're just you're so pretty you're gonna find the right man I mean you look like Megan Fox you're gorgeous Mm -hmm. you're gorgeous I saw someone say that she looked like Adele which I thought would be a more accurate celebrity lookalike Mm. even though that's not exact either somebody Um, said she looked like the Khloe Kardashian version oh yeah of a of a Megan Fox which was but like the pre the pre-surgery yeah I don't think it was a compliment but it wasn't wrong <laughs> so. yeah to be honest the person I saw called her Adele talk <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but the I was problem, trying to soften the blow <laughs> the problem is is it's it's like even hard it's just like Chelsea her personality just overwhelms to the yeah. point where you're like who gives a shit what she even looks like because you don't even want to look yeah. at her it's no, not even yeah. worth it <laughs> No, she's, I mean, the, the reality is her personality is the problem. Like 
It's yeah. not what she looks like. Cause someone could look like her and have the best personality and be completely fucking fine. Like, and then you would be like, she's fucking awesome. You know, like, yeah, it, right. Yeah. But you could be the hottest person in the world and have this drip personality and Absolutely. it's over. It's over. So mm-hmm. we're going to get into that later. Cause I had some thoughts like comparing her to Brittany and how they've been behaving. So getting yeah. back to Jeremy and Laura, Jeremy decides he's not going to go with Sarah, the Patriot. Although when she told him that in conversation, I was like, this is not a deal breaker for him. And not that it needs to be like his politics or his politics, but the fact that he was like, no, it's, it's okay. I was like, oh, he still wants to be with her. Like he doesn't give a fuck. That was kind of a red flag for me too, is just as a personality, like, oh, do you not have any convictions at all or any values that you hold dear? Because the fact that he just, that was like a, who cares? Like a, whatever, it wasn't even that important to him. It was just, it was almost like, he was like, I don't want to say that this is a hard line for me because what if she's hot and I can get over it hot enough, you know? Like, yeah, I just, I agree. I think I wanted him to say, look, we just don't align politically. And I feel like that won't be something we can get over. It like, seemed like it was going there, but then but yeah. too shallow. Like he's, he's, he's shallow. So that doesn't matter to him, which was a no. big turnoff to me. He's like, because I'll... you could tell with his reply that he like, he gave like a lib coded answer where yes. he was like, well, I think it's the woman's, you know, it's, it's her uh, opinion. My opinion doesn't matter on that. I'm like, oh, so he's going to let her know when he breaks up with her that they don't align politically, but then he never said that, which like, that's fine. He doesn't have to say that in the breakup. So I kind of just always believed like, that's really the real reason he broke it off with her. But then as we find out later in, as the series goes on, that's not the case. Right. Right. So he's like, yeah. I'll stick in that January 6th pussy. <laughs> give a shit. Right. Oh, yeah. Let Dick have no politics. His <laughs> dick is a patriot. Yeah. <laughs> patriot pussy. Mm. Um, so she does ask him if there's any particular reason. He says, well, the only thing I can think of is that sometimes the banter is too much, which, what does that mean? What does that mean? The banter. Then, yeah. I don't, I didn't, I had no clue what he meant by that. And then he tells her, you know, if I had the opportunity to do this experiment again, I probably wouldn't do it because his excuse was, I've seen grown men cry every day for the past two days. (laughs) Okay. They should be crying. (laughs) Oh my God. So she has, he's a, he's a wild one. They don't get him at all. Yeah. I don't understand. You know what? It's so hard to pinpoint. I had another thought about Jeremy, which is that he does this thing. Okay. Like we all know that like when a guy can fuck, he doesn't have to talk about it. Like, you know and when you're rich you don't have to talk about like when you have it you don't have to brag about it but Mm. jerami is one of those like offshoots of men who know that women all say oh when a guy can fuck he doesn't have to talk about it but he does this thing where he like talks around it like yes oh i really like this or you're not going to be disappointed like he tries to be very chill about it but like I peep his game. He's no. like trying to subtly drop hints that his dick is big and that he'd go all night and like she's not gonna be like he's gonna be great. He's gonna be breaking her back. But like, no, you can't fuck. I, I can tell. I said this. Also, on guys who say they can go all night, it's always the guys you don't want to go all night. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. It's Leave like, me alone. Maybe I'll be sitting there like, can you fucking hurry? Like, <laughs> 
No, I said this on our show in the mini episode that the biggest tell for me was the state of his apartment was that it was like way too tidy for somebody that would like do anything like really fun with you sexually. Yeah. Like he's just so sterile and he'd never fuck you on your period. He'd probably put a towel down every single time you had sex regardless. I don't want you to mess up my sheets. No, he thinks that the juices are gross. Yeah. You're too I don't wet. trust his <laughs> pussy eating abilities. Don't get so wet, please. Can you not get so wet? I'm sure maybe he doesn't have to deal with that much. <laughs> oh my God. I, I got it. She looks like kind of like a Gen Z Camille Grammer. Is that? Oh, oh yeah. Interesting. A yeah. I was. I was definitely going down that route or like pre-surgery, um, Heather gay, Heather gay. No. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking the season, the woman whose husband committed suicide. What's her name? Taylor. Sorry. Taylor. 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 Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a little lips. Yeah. 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 Um, a lot of lip filler this season. Lot of filler. She's yeah. She's, she's got lip filler. Um, so now we've got all our couples and they go to the Dominican Republic to, you know, test their compatibility as, uh, what's her face tells us, Nick and Vanessa. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nick and Vanessa are still on the show, by the way. We're just going to, we've seen them like two times, I think. (laughs) But it is always surprising when they suddenly pop back up. Oh, totally. You're like, oh "Oh, yeah, there's a host. (laughs) why did they fly them all the way to the dominican republic just to introduce that the couples are going to the dominican republic to test their compatibility that's it yeah yeah did they hang out with the people (laughs) yeah they used to like make them do things i and like chat and like they would separate the sexes and be like how's it going ladies are you guys making whoopee yet have you guys had a baby you know vanessa's always trying to push a pregnancy on somebody um but yeah, so Jimmy and Chelsea, for whatever reason, um, Jimmy is like upset that Chelsea went into the headquarters to tell the girls that he said, I love you. He was like, why would you do that? She's like, I didn't. I didn't. Like, what What a question. Why did you tell people I love you that I told you I love you? <laughs> like, like, just kill me. Just fucking kill me. Um, at what point when they were in the hotel, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but he was in the bathroom he blew his nose and then he threw the dirty kleenex on the counter you sick no oh my god i no, didn't i didn't notice that i Why didn't would you oh do my that? god i mean this truly is the trial you know that you go through in a new relationship <laughs> like the bathroom habits oh my god <laughs> like kind of stuff is like yes. you're gonna share a bathroom with them that really is a good test i think yeah and you can't even like not even in this all-inclusive four-star hotel can you just the effort that it would have taken you to throw it in the trash can is the same one that it was you threw to put it on the counter like you're disgusting that's sad. that is outrageous sometimes i think people are grosser in hotels than they are at home too which is really weird to me because how do you turn that off and on like... i agree i've always wondered that oh he's sick um okay so episode six i wrote amy and johnny and wrote and Jeremy and Laura and not a single note or Jimmy and Chelsea, nothing about them in episodes. <laughs> uh, the only people I talked about were AD and clay because he's 
being like such a good boy or what he thinks is a good, like every moment for clay is an acting experience like he's doing improv all the time and this he's just so inauthentic like yeah, yeah. it's really weird because he is really- kind of charming so yeah. it's like you feel like he could be a fun guy but it's like he has so much baggage like it's crazy is this yeah, the episode wh- where he tells her you got to get in the gym ad you got to get in the gym Whoa. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yes, yes, it is. He's working in this, like, he's like Dominican clay, Dominican Republic clay, where he's mm. like, I'm doing like the reformed fuck boy. Like, I'm really trying hard to not look at your ass. I'm trying to que- treat you like the queen you are, AD. And like, yeah, like, this is where they have a conversation about working out. And he was like, oh, you know, like, w- like, she's like, I work out a lot. Um, You know, like, I work very hard on my body. And she talks about, you know, gaining weight, having kids like they want to. And he very clearly, gleefully is like, oh, I would just tell you, you need to get your ass back in the gym. And she's like, uh, that's kind of mean. At some point I am, my body is going to change. I'm going to get older. I'm going to have kids. And he was like, that's mean. What do you The Clay doesn't know how to act. Like, cause I think in his head, he's like, I'm supporting you in your gym. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't get how it sounds so bad. Like you should say, I'll love you no matter what, like whatever, like it doesn't yeah. matter. But it's like, he's so warped that he doesn't know how to act like a human being. I think that would have been it for me. That conversation oh. done. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. done. I would have I mean, eaten more at that point. Yes. <laughs> I would have taken his food. Give me those plantains. <laughs> no, when he was stacking the plates, oh I felt God. like he 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 jumped the gun a little too quickly. I think this is like maybe episode seven, but there were still tostones on that plate. No, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm eating those still. <laughs> I was like stressed about those fried plantains. I was like, I'm seriously upset right now. Same. Wait, she was still watching him. They they made that like it was like a 25 second scene where she's watching him stack those plates. It's like horror. Like what is that? Was like a great scene in my. It was great. It was great. And slurping the soup. First of all, soup. I I don't know why it was so funny to me that you're in like the tropics and it looked like it was very hot outside and he's ordering hot soup. And you're outside in the daytime. It was sand. It was just a weird culinary choice for me. Yeah, I needed to know what it was. Like maybe it was some good cork stew or something. I'm sure the soup was good. I just am not thinking. I'm not thinking yeah. hot soup in that weather. Maybe. Apparently, it was the best soup on the planet because he, it was he's like a the- gallon worth of soup, and he was like belly up to the bar, like I'm gonna have every drop of the soup. He, he's like a child. 
you know <laughs> he is it's like he's like um poor things he's like the no. second like just a child in an adult's body like how does no. this all work they probably have all this great food and he's like do you have soup like <laughs> i love soup because that's what he makes at home just like campbell's canned soup or yeah. something yeah <laughs> whoa this is really good you just that added like another can. can of water it's delicious <laughs> oh my god so yeah he is like totally confused as to why fat shaming his wife would be a mean thing and then this is where ad admits that she's been in therapy for like a year and that she's had daddy issues and she has a tendency to try to fix them through men and repeat she repeats the same mistakes over and over and over again and she tells him i genuinely do not feel like i deserve love and he's like what i'm like oh girl sound the alarm again get the guys to take her away you don't need to be with this man this man specifically yeah oh my god it's just oh it's so hard to watch it's so hard to watch awful 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 um we get to the couples mixer where everybody meets up Brittany is talking to jimmy or she she sees jimmy and she's like he is not what i expected (laughs) that was funny. not clicking with the voice <laughs> and the face <laughs> um laura tells ad like she's G- judge judy truly oh i told jeremy that he need to lose the glasses and the hawaiian shirts and then i'll have sex with him then i'll slip and slide all over him i don't think the glasses were that bad i think i, I thought the glasses were cute i don't know what her beef is with the glasses i this is this is where I started having problems with Laura was yeah. on this trip to the Dominican is her being overly critical and she's doing that thing that I hate when people think they're being charming but they're really just being mean. Yeah. And they think it's funny or cute somehow but they're just poking at somebody and not that Jeremy's a great guy cuz we've we've learned mm-hmm. uh, some things about him. Yep. But I still don't, but that behavior just bothers me. I don't think it's like an interesting personality trait to just constantly criticize somebody like that. No, I was thinking like when we meet her family, it did give me some clarity into who she is. Cause I think she's so embarrassed by her family that maybe seems like lower middle-class or maybe not wealthy. And she's kind of always aspired to be something else mm-hmm. instead of just aspiring to do better. She like rejects her where she came from, I think a little bit yeah. and is embarrassed by her family. So I think she really, um, like she's on love is blind, but I think appearances are really important to her. So yeah. how her man looks is a reflection of her. Right. And I, I don't like this type of personality at all. Like I hate when people are super focused on shallow things. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, like you said, yeah, he ends up being a shit piece of shit, but at this point it's like, she's being a bitch. Like, and Ooh. it's kind of like, I think we've discussed this before too. It's like, people don't know when you can pick on someone. Right loving mm-hmm. uh, I think we all are kind of people who like to poke and like have fun with people but it's like online someone will say it's like you don't know me like that right. <laughs> like, it's not funny when you do it because you're actually being mean like uh there's a so line like, yeah there's a line to it like Desi and I obviously um you know roast each other all the time but it's out of love and it comes from from a very specific place 
as opposed to, I want to take this person down a peg or change them into something that I think is superior. And you're right. It's like appearances just seem incredibly important to Laura. She's so afraid of being embarrassed. That's what drives her is not being embarrassed or ashamed. And obviously she mentions that explicitly to Jeremy later on when they're back in the real world. And she says, you know, the worst thing that could happen is like, you could do something that would embarrass me in front of my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, like you said, like there's a loving way to like rib somebody. Like, I don't really give a fuck about Hawaiian shirts, but if it bothered me, I would just like go up to him and ask him about different products at Trader Joe's as a way to make fun right. of him. Like we're, you know, like, and then we can move on with our day. And he would think that was funny. Right. But it's but a serious I, thing to her. It's like a serious violation to her. And it's not said in a jokey way. It's said in like a, no, you can't wear this anymore. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I'd even accept her throwing her hands up in front of people and being like, I want to make it a do. He looks like, like you said, he looks like he works from Trader Joe's and I love him. Like, exactly exactly oh my gosh so yeah um Chelsea claims she felt up Jimmy and when they ask her what was he packing she holds up the love is blind gold cup like as though (laughs) he was that thick like girl Chelsea and Chelsea's exactly that kind of girl to be like my boyfriend has like a nine thousand inch dick and it's thick like a coke can and i can barely <laughs> fit it like, like girl okay because she um, wants to beat everyone that's yeah, truly yes. a motivating factor we no i don't even believe it no wild oh my gosh so while they're at the mixer jimmy points out to chelsea yo ad is like pretty stacked right and at first she's like yeah fair enough right like hard not to notice but then he like goes up to AD. They have this conversation. He's kind of looking at her a little too long for Chelsea's liking. Chelsea starts her fear puke campaign. Like, oh my God, I'm going to puke. <laughs> He's talking to AD. I'm going to throw up. And then she tells like, she's like, I was just trying to make an uncomfortable situation comfortable by like joking back with Jimmy about AD. But like now I feel uncomfortable. So she's pouting to the other women and staring longingly at ad and jimmy as they're like talking about shit that really doesn't even matter like he didn't really seem to be flirting with her like a little bit but not too much but not like it was friendly it was friendly yeah first what she did was so outrageous is she she projected her insecurity and made it ad's problem because Mm -hmm. she blurts out to the entire party jimmy's staring at your ass Jimmy thinks you're stacked. Like she made it everybody else's problem. And she also, I mean, if I was AD, I'd be embarrassed. I know AD is proud of her body and she should be, she's gorgeous. And she was shaking her ass. I don't know. This whole party made me feel really uncomfortable for AD's sake, because I feel like so much of the conversation was focused on sort of objectifying her in a way. I think the thing with Chelsea in that moment was she's also desperate to be the cool girl. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I'm fine with my boyfriend looking at other women. Cause I'm so secure. <laughs> so, 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 so secure. Like right. always says how, how she isn't insecure. And it's like, girl, like doth to, what is it? Doth you protest too much? Like whatever. Right. <laughs> like, you don't have to tell us girl. Like 
Um, but yeah, I feel like it definitely like AD took a stray on that one. Cause it truly was aimed at like Jimmy and everyone else kind of like thinking she's a cool girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really weird that she did that. Cause then she ended up pouting at the bar being really uncomfortable. And she did that to herself. Right. She did it to herself. And look, Jimmy probably, I mean, Jimmy was wild for saying that anyway, in the first place, privately to Chelsea, like, whoa, AD is stacked. Like, dude, why would you say that? Mm -hmm. Uh, But Chelsea absolutely did make it worse. And then yeah, AD caught astray. Well, I don't, I don't, I think it's wild to say that to Chelsea in particular. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like I wouldn't have a problem with it necessarily. Uh, but like, yeah, Chelsea, it's like, doesn't he know by now, like how crazy she is? Yeah. I, I, yeah. The wrong one. He chose the wrong one for that conversation. Um, so there was a brief conversation between AD and Ken. They're talking about Brittany and like the fact that she's white. Ken says he's never been with a black or white woman before. And this is really just like AD checking in on Ken being like, are you sure? Just like, have you really considered you would have biracial children? Is Brittany going to be able to handle that? Is like, have you covered all bases with regard to that? And it was like a really lovely conversation. But then it goes back to, like you said, AD being like objectified in this very weird collective sort of way where like everybody's talking about her body. And we found out that Laura did something to uh, AD in the pods called a bean dip. Which, I, well, this is a vulgar term. I, I have never in my life heard a term like this. Reg- I, I mean, was scared. I was scared. <laughs> right. Like, because it could be like a lot of things. Really bad. <laughs> I thought so too. So I looked it up on Urban Dic- Dictionary to be like, hey, I've never heard of this phrase. Is it a thing? And it did go back to like 2017 at least. Wow. Um, but it's just like dipping your finger into their boob, I guess. Like like a do a little scoop. I imagined like it like a, um I imagine yeah. it like a Diana Ross Lil Kim sort of a, a I think it might just be boob. like a one finger thing. Oh, that's things. you dipping your finger in the beans. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just don't dip my finger in beans. Oh, yeah, then that would raise <laughs> many other questions, Desi, because I don't do that either. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. But 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 basically what Laura said is that while they were in the pods, she and we didn't know if this was consented by AD, if she was in on this or Laura just took it upon herself in the pods to feel like it was OK to grab AD's breast. Right. That did she did not grab right them or dip it? I don't care. She touched yeah. them and that yeah. did not sit right with me. Contact. Right. What yeah, made I don't it, know what the, yeah, I don't know. What, what made it worse is she brought her fucking weirdo fiance into it and That's, made yeah. it a joke and made this a joke and then told the fiance to bring it up to AD as if this would be something funny. So when the so when Jeremy did bring it up in this group setting where everybody's around. Now everybody knows that Laura and Jeremy were sitting around talking about touching AD's breasts. Yeah. And then she was like, you should do it. Like when, like when you see, that is outrageous. I just don't get this behavior at all. Like it's so foreign to me, like that anyone would ever think this was okay. I never touch someone like that. Right. Right. I, I, just, I don't even think about it. It's not hard to not do. Like, I just don't do it. No, like, just don't. 
um both of their reactions were weird to me because laura gets mad and it was like oh that was just a thing between us couples that was just a joke you shouldn't have told the group that now i'm embarrassed but then jeremy's also mad and he just kind of like mumbles i want to leave like we don't know if he means like he wants to leave the party or he wants to leave the show and i didn't quite understand what he was upset about i think he was just like embarrassed that she i don't know because he brought it up so what was he embarrassed about this is how i took it i took it as laura didn't tell jeremy what it meant she just said oh it'll be really funny if you say bean dip like she'll know what it means it's an inside joke say bean dip to ad at the party and so he said it not knowing what it was in reference to and then when he learned what it was in reference to he became furious because obviously ad was like uh and then clay was mad about it so that's why i took it for jeremy to be so pissed about it but then what really upset me even more about laura was how she's sitting with ad trying to cover her ass being like it's giving children it's giving little children jokes oh my god men are so like she's trying to make it like oh i didn't i didn't say any i didn't do any this was just even at even at best even if this was a private if i was ad i would feel really uncomfortable knowing that couples were talking about my titties having a conversation about touching my titties mm-hmm. well it's like laura set jeremy up to say this but like i said before i just think she's like clueless as to how like to like reading the room about what's funny and what's not funny like yeah and then she gets hyper defensive and then jeremy when he left it, it was like very um matthew from season four or what is it season four the one with him and what's that girl colleen do you remember when Matthew oh, would just yes. walk off yes. <laughs> into the dark night? Yes. He would get mad and just leave. I was like, where are you going? Like, <laughs> he kind of has that pent up controlling energy that really creeps me out. Mm. And that's where I kind of first saw it. Even if Laura was equally wrong here, I was kind of like, okay, Jeremy's weird too. Like yeah. he doesn't even handle things. Yeah. Yeah. Both of their reactions were strange, but I, I, yeah. Laura, I feel like is more in the wrong for like, yeah. Oh, totally. I just feel like this whole night, this whole party was all about AD catching strays. Like the whole thing was now, why am I in it? Right. Right. She's just trying to change a man to better. (laughs) She's got enough on her plate. Okay. Yeah, She's got (laughs) enough to worry about. Seriously. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So here we have like our first big fight with Chelsea and Jimmy. They go back to the room and Chelsea tells Jimmy, I was alone and you know like the comments that you made about AD were just spinning around in my head and you know like I don't know and and she's like you know the fact that you weren't reading the room is making me really sad and then she starts crying and starts talking about like how everybody else was kissing why couldn't we kiss like everybody else I don't feel loved by you and he keeps having to tell her I do love you I do like I do I feel so lucky to be with you and you should have heard the conversation I was having with AD because I was basically just talking about Clay and gassing him up like I wasn't flirting with her and she's like well like she just won't take it and so here's my thing like obviously we don't fuck with Jenny but this type of insecurity is never a good look on the woman Mm. to be constantly be like 
are you mad at me? Or you didn't do this, or I expected that, or why aren't you doing this? Why don't you love me enough? Why don't you do enough? What's it like? Cause you don't ever win. Like oh. he's just going to be like, no, but I do love you. And you're not going to believe him. Cause he's just parroting what you have been complaining about. So like, what's right. the point? Man, no, we'll you see this later where it's, where it's like, you didn't kiss me at all yesterday. I did kiss you here, here, and here, but it wasn't the right kind of kiss. Like there's yeah. always going to be a way it wasn't the right way or he right. didn't mean it. She's exhausting and I, I can't stand her. My it's, favorite even part was when she said, when he said to her, that's not fair. Don't, don't say that to me because he totally clocked her. And then she flipped it around and was like, baby, I love yeah. you. <laughs> no, she- I love you. And also reading the room to her is monitoring my temperature at every second of the fucking without me saying anything. Like you have to read my mind. Why were you stuck to me the whole night doing this performative, I love my wife, wife guy bullshit for everybody? Why didn't you do that? And if he did that, she would be like, that was performative. Right. (laughs) It's just like. The goalpost always changes. Yeah, she's She's a perfect example of someone who needs to be single. For like a long time. She desperately needs to be single, no dating, and she needs to be doing so much, not only self-work, but working with others and like giving back to her community, like not thinking (laughs) of herself. She's someone who needs to not think about herself. She needs to be on a healing journey for sure. A healing journey. She needs to go to the crystal farm in Arizona with Whitney and like <laughs> yes. get, in that, get in that smoke hut or whatever they're doing. <laughs> Give her a sound bowl, please. That's what Whitney, Whitney's, Whitney Rose for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. That's what her new career should be like. Host retreats for sad women like Chelsea yeah. and empower them. I would watch that if it was like a traders, but for self-help and all former reality stars. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Um, So in the next episode, in episode seven, we see like Jimmy apologizes to Chelsea. He's like, I just, I put you in a position where you feel sad or hurt, I guess, or whatever emotions you were feeling. I just want to say all the bad ones and say that I'm sorry, just so we can shut the fuck up about this, please. So yeah, he's at the point in the relationship where he's like, I'm sorry for everything I've done and said all the time, every second of the day, period. And will do in the future. Like, in perpetuity. He just, he just wants to get through this show. That's that's his goal at this point. No, he's suffering. And honestly, this I did start to feel for Jimmy, even though I didn't like him initially. Now I'm like, he's he's traumatized. Like this man is trying to survive. <laughs> oh my gosh. Going back to Ken and Brittany, because this is where I'm going to compare Brittany and uh, Chelsea. Um, So first Ken tells Brittany about the conversation he had, like with regard to race and her kids. And Brittany's like, I totally get it. If like, if she's coming to you as, you know, you guys are trying to uphold your black excellence. And I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, babe. So, (laughs) um, you know, just like, what would make you feel like confident in like us being good? And he's like, that's actually a really good question. Cause like, I've really never been in an interracial re- relationship before, but like, basically I kind of need to see what we're like on dry land. Like 
I really can't answer that. I just kind of got to see it. Right. And then it just seems like things come to a halt, like abruptly Ken stops talking. It is dead air. Like they don't have on television. Usually like, I'm like, did I accidentally like, is, am I sitting on the remote? Did I press mute? Like what's going on? No, they're just straight up not talking oh. to each other. Oh, freaking so uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes out of nowhere. It was like it was a painful. marked difference from how they were before. It was, you know, <clears throat> shit. Yeah, it was like they, and there's really no lead up to it. It's just like suddenly oh. he stops talking. <laughs> no, like, it was weird, right? Like, weird. I was like, did I miss a scene? <laughs> like, right. What happened here? Because they were the couple I was comparing to. I mean, honestly, let's be honest. Amy and Johnny, it's like pointless to talk about them because it's just like, who cares? Yeah. But they were, Kenneth and Brittany were like a little, were, were even though like they were more interesting to me just because like, I don't know, like their, their person, like her personality was kind of quirky and interesting to watch, I guess. But they also seemed like the couple like Amy and Johnny where it was like a sure thing like yeah 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 they 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 found their match they're gonna get married it's fine you don't have to Mm -hmm. worry about this couple so when this happened it was like another perfect love is blind whiplash moment where they're sitting on this boat together and she's trying to she is desperately we've all been in a situation like this with doesn't have to be a romantic partner but where the the person the other person is not giving you anything and it's like yeah. like a like a intentional I'm checked out. And so you're just sitting there like, uh, what's going on? But I will say this sort of emotionally abusive behavior on his part did lead to one of the funniest moments in reality TV history for me when he perked up seeing the dolphins. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're like on a boat and like it's you know, like the hair's whipping. It's beautiful. He's just not talking. They're like not looking at each other. And she looks over and notices like, oh, there's like a dolphin retreat or like whatever, where you go snorkeling with the dolphins. And he's like, oh my God, I did that once. I did that once. It was so fun. <laughs> and I got to kiss the dolphin. Like it was, so, it was like the coolest experience of my life. It was in the Bahamas. It was like, he's just like going on and on about these damn dolphins. And she's like, cool. Finally, he's talking to her again. He's like that tweet from Melania Trump where they're like, What is she thinking? With the- <laughs> <laughs> dolphin. Like, this guy loves dolphins. Really? Like, it truly was like someone gave him a shot of adrenaline. Yes. He, he like perked up so hard. And the sad thing for me was thinking about how happy Brittany probably was that he was even talking. Yeah. But it's about this. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Like she'll take anything at this point. No, I felt bad for her too. This is awful for her. It just gets worse and worse. Yeah. And so like, this is kind of like, she's like, it's still annoying to constantly check in on your partner when you're secure, but like both Chelsea and Brittany have reasons for feeling this way. And so like, I kind of have to be like, give them a little bit of grace because like I do feel for Brittany like it's tough out here for her like she's struggling how do you how do you start anything with somebody who's literally checked out like you can tell especially someone whose personality or behavior towards them seemingly changed overnight like Mm -hmm. Jimmy was always weird with Chelsea because he knew the second he saw her right she didn't look like Megan Fox but like all the Kenny Ken is like 
suddenly just incredibly cold to Brittany. So she's desperately trying to like, what happened? What happened to my guy? Yeah. Right. And I also feel like Jimmy was also really uncommunicative in general. Like it's yeah. hard to kind of get things out of him. I feel like way more sympathy for Brittany than Chelsea though. Cause I do feel like Chelsea, maybe she has a little reason to think this, but she would be this way regardless, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And I do feel like Brittany is like shell shocked. Like she doesn't know what's happening right now. Right. Let's I mean, talk. it would be, it would be alarming. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Easy. Um, let's skip over to Laura and Jeremy real quick, because we find out that after the bean dip incident, Jeremy slept on the couch in the hotel room. And she says like, I have no idea what happened. We didn't talk about anything when I got back. And so they have their little scene where they hash things out. Right. And Laura's like, last night was really triggering for me because of past relationships. And like, I've had partners say something embarrassing and Jeremy's like, well, I, you know, I iced you out. That really was like, not acceptable. I just got embarrassed. I felt like I would make my bed and I made my bed and I would lie in it. Literally. That wasn't the right thing to do. The only thing I can do is fix it. And she's like, cool. But like, she kind of keeps belaboring the issue. (laughs) Like she doesn't really let it go. (laughs) But like, they do end up having like an overall, I guess, mature conversation there's really nothing about Amy and Johnny to talk about. Like Amy kind of throws out there that her dad's super conservative and like possibly if he doesn't approve of this, she might not go for it. But like, why did you sign up for the show then? I mean, that's like, I feel like a lot of things that come up with Johnny and Amy are like show produ- show things to give totally. some kind of conflict yeah. when I don't think there will be one. No. Um, but I, I do, I want to say here that I've never seen the connection between Jeremy and uh, Laura Mm-mm. at all. I truly feel like they were like, let's just go with this. Yeah, um, it seems more like yeah. a like a appearance thing. It's like, really I, weird to me. And I just never have seen anything between them. She's really yeah. cold, so it's hard. And he's not like the best either with that. Yeah, right? I think they just yeah. think that they look good together. But I don't even know that they're necessarily attracted to each other. Because she wants think, him to be someone completely well, different. Well, exactly. Like, if you wanted to, if you were really attracted to this dude, the Hawaiian shirts wouldn't bother you this much. I mean, it, I definitely feel like if she was um, attracted to him, it would work out. <laughs> or right. interested in him at all. Yes. Like, if he yes. wasn't him, it would definitely work. <laughs> and that's the problem. That's the problem. She, if he had two less cons on the pro-con list, like... <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, uh, yeah, back to AD and Clay. This is where he's housing that gallon of soup. And Mm. there seems to also have been a shift within them, but we don't really know what happened. And he's like telling AD, like, I feel worried that I'm going to disappoint you. And I'm really working hard on being the man that you want to be. And is this where he starts talking about his dad? I think. And like, yeah, Papa's a rolling stone. He would take me out to cheat with his girlfriends i don't know a life without cheating there's not one man in my life from will smith to <laughs> Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy. Why he, he threw them in too like let's throw them into the mix the this is a very my father yeah. and like how i seen like cheating as a regular thing yeah. and uh my dad's a suave guy mm-hmm. always went go with women and it was like a thing mm-hmm. you know like the fact that my mom and dad were like best friends, mm-hmm. but my dad still, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, like he was still cheating, you know? 
infidelity was a thing and like my dad would take me with him to yeah, some yeah. of his infidelity yeah, trips yeah. and then you know it's just tough like I, I didn't even realize I never told my mom I keep that inside yeah. like till this day like my mom had doesn't even know some of the trips that I went on yeah. with my dad and yeah. like you know I love my dad my dad was a great father sure. so I don't want anything like taken away from yeah, him being a sure. father because yeah, yeah. he supported me in everything we did it's just that I've never seen my dad just stay with like like yeah. he was with my mom for 25 yeah. years. Yeah. Once the divorce came, never seen him just like single. Always had a girl. I've never seen a black relationship that where the man is faithful. And I'm not even blaming my dad. Like I'm talking about like all black men that's yep. been in my life. Yep. Even like celebrities, like Will the Will Smiths, the you know all the celebrities, like the Diddies and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Those are black men that I like to look at, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like they always had. You all always hear they have other cheat. women. So, yeah. Great, Clay. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. Heading back. What, what, a, what a wild thing to say. What a I wild mean, thing to say. The fact that he also uses terminology as if it's very common to say like infidelity trips. Like yeah. our dad not all take us on infidelity <laughs> trips. It's not a thing, Clay. That's like, not a normal thing. <laughs> that's not in the urban dictionary. Like no, that's the first time I've heard of an infidelity trip. Ever. Yeah, very first. It's not a father-son bonding moment, Clay. Please throw a baseball or something with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to fishing? Can he go fishing? Oh my god! <laughs> the dad's very busy with his infidelity. He had to take his son along sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh! So after this, the cast has like a beach day. Laura, Chelsea, and AD, this is where we find out they all fucked. They're men. And Clay, like every this is purpose where like all everybody gets mixed up to have conversations with like what's going on with their partner, right? So Clay's talking to Laura and he's tells her that he and Amy have not had sex because she's not on birth control and they just don't want to risk it. Which is like I guess the biggest red flag that we have with them so far. Right. She well, doesn't want to be on birth control either. Yes. But does he not know about condoms? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> like there are other options uh, for birth control other than, you know, the pill and vasectomy, which seems to be their oh, right. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, girl, like, I'm sorry. If you never right. want kids, sure. Get a vasectomy. But that's right. like, that's serious to reverse to have kids one day like yeah they're acting like they can just like pop in and like get the shit reversed if they want to have a kid get, in like 18 months get the flow going like, again yeah Turn I don't think back on right <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they, they know nothing about over-the-counter like things like yeah like, weird very weird very weird um so then jeremy does have a conversation where he apologizes to ad about the bean dip stuff and he's like i felt really sick about it to the point where I almost left, which I feel like is so manipulative. Like I almost left the show because I made you feel so bad. And that, so she has to be like, oh no, it's not a big deal, you know, mm. to like make him feel better. And right. then he has this conversation with Amy about how he actually wants to see Sarah Ann again. And mm. he says, I just want to let her know that the only reason why I didn't choose her was because of the fun factor, he puts it. And like, I really would still be friends with her and Amy's like, okay. <laughs> I love how Amy immediately like beelined. 
<laughs> to be like, uh, that is not okay. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. And also, it's like, how is Laura fun? I'm missing it. Like, right. what's Hello? fun about Laura? I mean, I, I don't know. What do Patriots do for fun? Maybe, maybe he doesn't know. <laughs> Honestly, don't know. Insert the capital. <laughs> <laughs> um so we end the trip nothing that's really it they get back to their like their love is blind residences and i think these might have been the best ones in love is blind history they at least had two floors they had like townhouses oh yeah some they were were they all those town no some of them were different were they because um one of them jimmy had a studio well that okay, was confused. but they put is them in where like, they live? actual they put so them in like, no, no, no. I think they just had them there to like talk about the future after the show. Like after we get married, this is where we're going to live. But I think they had like, I think the show put them up in townhouses. I thought they used to do that. I thought they used to put them all in one apartment complex, like in the yeah. early days of the show. But to me, it seemed like they all lived in different places. I think they were the being city. confusing and going to their house, their actual homes, and making it seem like they were like, I don't know. I think they do have houses. Because Chelsea but We were saying where they lived, but then also they would go back to this residence. I think the thing that's confusing is because they're all, they all live in gray boxes and the condos, they're in their <laughs> homes, all gray boxes. <laughs> like, What's the same? And everyone seems to have the same decor and style. I mean- yeah. Yeah. They moved to a place called the Blue South Townhomes in Pineville, North Carolina. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, they try to make all this drama out of like Brittany trying to move into the apartment, like their shared apartment. Well, Ken's got his phone back. And this is where he like was not mm. detached in the Dominican. He's like, so velcroed to this phone he's like i gotta answer emails i got meetings and at first they kind of make it seem like maybe britney's being a little bit uptight by like trying to force him to move in where he's like trying to do work stuff you know he's like i'm just back from you know vacation i'm trying to catch up on my emails like just give me a second no big deal right and so but she kept being like well where do you want to put yourself do you want to put it on the left side the right side like she keeps asking him or he's like trying to work but then he just goes downstairs. He simply goes downstairs. And the song that they played was a power ballad. And it's called Losing Game by an artist, Mayella. And the lyrics were, were we just the losing game? Tell me, do you feel the same? Take your ring, because I take the blame. Spinning in circles, spinning in circles, playing on your words. I'm drowning. He went downstairs. That's all he did. <laughs> If they were giving us the subtext <laughs> hard like no. thick, thick the show with a must watch with subtitles on just for the song information yes so it's just the yes. title is a belly laugh like <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they will um like really over exaggerate an emotion like like one point chelsea like just sighed like granted she's very emotional <laughs> But they put sobs and she just was like, <sighs> right. like heaving I love it. in the caption. <laughs> I don't think it's so. It's like you get, 
you get this added layer of humor just so by good. having the subtitles. So yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So then we go back to AD and Clay and Clay tells AD that he spoke to his parents. They're really excited, but yeah, this is where he tells her my dad's a serial cheater. Every black man that I looked up to is a serial cheater. So I do kind of wonder if I'm capable, but like, I do kind of want to do some type of therapy with you. And I propose to you because I love you. Like he's just talking, 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 but there are demons that I fight with and you know, like all blah, blah, blah. And like, I just want to love you. I want to be married. I want that. And she's looking at him like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And it's wild that he's someone who's like thinking about therapy. I was like, I've never seen someone who needs it more than you. No, he's always <laughs> like, have you heard about the concept of therapy? I've heard about this therapy thing. Hmm, might yeah. be something. It's something some people do. Maybe it could be right for me. I'm not going to commit to it, but yeah. I'm going to bring it up. I'm definitely interested. <laughs> I've heard things. I've heard things. I'm going to look it up one day. I, I have it on my list. <laughs> It's on, my just, bucket, on my bucket list <laughs> the way that ad keeps having to disassociate as he's like i should not marry you or anybody okay she's like uh-huh great Can't i mean i have to say mom. like one of my favorite couple types is like where the usually the woman is extremely into therapy and the man is not at all mm-hmm. i think your therapy levels have to kind of match up or your mm-hmm. risk for therapy yeah um because this is not a match as far as therapy goes no 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 levels of their mental health are matching or aligning with one another (laughs) she's still saying (laughs) oh my gosh so then we get to episode eight um chelsea and jimmy so they go over to her apartment and it is truly single girl in the 2020s the neutrals the wide-brimmed hats on the wall, the um, multiple uh, fabric, um, what do you call it, dream catchers, like mm. two walls dedicated to dream catchers. And this woman, this woman, she's her best friend was a fucking psycho. She's like, Dude. are we guys, are we all getting married? I think we're all three of us are getting married. Are you going to move in here, Jimmy? It's going to be so fun. You're like my boyfriend too. I like you. Hi. Hi. Like, okay. Breaking no. out in hives at this point. <laughs> at the I like, how, of- I like how he drags the roommate too. I was like, yeah, I got it. You you're right. <laughs> She's annoying. When she has her flight attendant friends over, she runs like a child. Oh my god. Oh my like, god. Like just trying to break free. It's like she's trying to run fast, but something's keeping her. It's like fast and hard. It's slow and hard at the same time. I, somebody posted a clip of her running towards her roommate, the way she runs. It's, it's almost like, you know, when Fred Flintstone is like running in place and then takes off. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's always doing that, like running in place. Like she's gearing up, you know, she's like revving her motor, but it's like, that's what it looks like the whole time. This is literally why I don't run. Cause I, (laughs) I'm like, so fearful of what I look like running. I was like, I better just not even try. Like I'm yeah. not, she's not having her that. Whole, her whole body is going into this very slow run. Um, yeah, she's, oh, well, she's a lot. She's a lot. She's awkward. She's very awkward physicality, I think. And then I, I, think, I think it would work better if she had a sense of humor about herself. Um, she doesn't. She yeah. Doesn't. Like 
I would just be like, look at me falling again. <laughs> like she just doesn't make fun of herself. And I feel like that's what kind of holds her back. Uh, You're right. Know. That's honestly it because she's so, she's way too just afraid of every goddamn like imperfection about her or perceived imperfection that she, she would can't just let go. Way, yeah. She would be way more likable if she was just kind of didn't want to be Jess right? Like if she accepted who she was and is like, yeah, I'm fucking awkward. Look at me run. I don't give a shit if I look like a T-Rex, <laughs> like I'm going, like she would just be so much more likable, but it's like, she's always on the verge of tears. Like, yeah, it's yeah. I don't want to like, well, I can say this. I'm telling myself because it's black history month still, and it's my birthday. <laughs> um, but she belongs to the Swifty fandom. I can just tell it's very obvious. <laughs> yeah okay and i'm yeah. sorry i know it's gonna hurt some of y'all's feelings but that's just the truth well Wait, is today swifty? your birthday um no tuesday the 27th is my okay birthday. good happy <laughs> happy early birthday i, I was guess. excited I was like oh my god it's your birthday <laughs> <laughs> um, no i agree you can say yeah, it she's she's a swifty and and y'all are just gonna have to deal with that um so she basically tells these girls she chose jimmy because she found out that trevor had a mullet but she still loves him i thought she said she liked the mullet was that just a lie i thought she said that too okay i think she said i thought she said to her friends you're never gonna believe this but the other guy i almost chose had a mullet and they were shocked because they were like oh well that's your type oh okay that makes more sense and she was kind of and she had said to jimmy a little earlier, like talking about how he'd never been with, which is wild in 2024 that he'd never been with a woman who has a tattoo yeah, or a nose piercing. I mean, I think that's very Southern though, too. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like that could happen in Raleigh, wherever they are, Charlotte, North Carolina, it could be more possible, but yeah, it is weird. Um, so but Jimmy, Jimmy cannot wait to get out of there with these roommates. And he's so, he is like shaken to his core. He's like, I don't think I could live here with your roommates. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. So she tells these girls that things are changing, but he's usually telling her he's very into physical touch and that's like his love language or whatever. He had not kissed her one time that day. And also it just so happens that he had happened to see a picture of, jessica like the day before and she says that once he saw that picture like everything kind of changed because she's stunning she's like i don't know if that's like mess messing with his mind a little bit and like it's messing with your mind mm. but okay <laughs> and I mean, why question. did he tell her that <laughs> i yeah. have a question this seems like the first season where they found out what the other people from the pods looked like via social media, as opposed to from the group get together. Mm -hmm. Or at least they're telling us for the first time on camera. Yeah. Cause that happened yeah. with Sarah Ann and Jeremy too. Right. <laughs> it was weird when they brought it up. Cause we also didn't get to see the reaction. We right. just heard about it, which I would have liked her. to have seen the reaction. That's part of the fun of the show. Yeah. You know, right. Where Cole saw Colleen for the first time and we got to see what a pig he was in the moment. <laughs> like, right. Yes. They right. took that from us. Right. So they 
they go inside and this is where they start uh, grilling Jimmy and they're like, oh, is Chelsea your typical type? And it's like, don't ask these questions in front of me. Like, I'd literally rather die. Mm. And he's like, "Uh, no. (laughs) 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 Then um, they, uh, he was like, well, he he tells them, he tries to find allies with this Megan Fox thing. And he goes to Chelsea, tell them who you told me you look like. (laughs) What? brave for that (laughs) real brave and so she has to be like girls who do who do they always say on the plane that I look like and they're like Carrie Underwood and he's like oh I see that one that I see (laughs) and then she kind of has to coach them she's like no like Megan they're like oh yeah you do get Megan Fox sometimes and um they're like that one time (laughs) the drunk guy the drunk passenger (laughs) that's like that early flight from vegas yeah (laughs) um so after the friends leave chelsea goes through this fucking laundry list of things that jimmy had done or not done that day like he did not kiss her um when he walked in the room one time he said sup instead of asking her about her (laughs) eyebrows because apparently she had just gotten them done um Uh, i'm sorry guys do not notice eyebrows not for a second that nor do they care they don't mm. care um Stop. he <laughs> so, um what he hadn't said that she was pretty all day he had not said that he was excited to hang out with her when they were looking at each other um and then she brings up how you saw that picture of jessica and um you know like you felt some type of way and he's like no i really didn't i didn't and then she tells jimmy i'm a nurturer and when you tell me I love you, you just like don't say it right. Like I give you all of me, and I want you to give me all of you. And, and then finally, it gets to the point where Jimmy's like had enough. He's like, honestly, you're like a little clingy, and it was like the worst. What are you clingy? fucking kidding me? <laughs> Excuse me. I lost it when he said. I was like, here we go. I was. <laughs> I was like, let's go. I was like the sicko rubbing my hands together. <laughs> he knew he was, that was going to be like. He was on a roll. He was on a roll. He's like, you're a little clingy. And she goes, uh, clingy? And Got then he her. says, and by the way, I could have done without the sex. <laughs> Ooh, he ate, he ate her. So I could have done without the sex that oh night. Oh my God. Yes. He- I'm losing it. <laughs> he first like tries to keep it cool he's like no like it's it's i'm not saying that you're clinging i'm just saying like the past couple days have just been like a little too much and she's like okay well you can expect a lot less from me now okay (laughs) okay and she's like well maybe i'll stay at my place that night tonight because it's not cool and then like yeah this she brings up the picture from jess and she's like you know i cooked for you i i was nice to you I was attentive to you. We had sex today. And he's like, well, okay, well, if you're going to bring up the sex, that was also something that you wanted. I also kind of wanted a breather from the sex too. And he says it so. It's so problems and digging for shit. The second you saw Jess's picture. It's not about Jess at all. <laughs> I'm about to marry you. Yeah. Okay, this is a huge, huge deal for me. It's a huge deal for me too. Because I'm clingy. I cooked I'm, you dinner. I'm I thankful by you myself. Me I'm then thankful. Then I sat and watched your fucking show with you, and you said I'm too clean. And then went upstairs and had sex with you. 
and I'm too clingy? No, this is bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. That's fucking rude. That's so yeah. fucking Well, if you're gonna bring up the sex, you're the one that wanted to have sex. Yeah, I also, did. maybe wanted a little breather from that, too. God, it's just like, like, I'm so disrespectful. Like, I'm so fucking tired of this shit. Like, God. Now, that was his, like, finishing. That was finishing her off. Like, <laughs> he's like, and, and by the way, and I didn't want that either. Um, I feel like the thing with Chelsea is the minute she found out about the photo, she started noticing every Bottle. fucking little thing and yes. reading into everything. Mm -hmm. And no one can survive that level of scrutiny. Exactly. <laughs> you can't it's impossible. Win. No. There's nothing he could say. There's nothing he could do. He could have a raging heart on right now and splooge out I love you on the wall. And she still would be like, This is I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> did you do that for jess were you thinking about jess when you were jacking off like that's what she would you do ran out of splooge at the end <laughs> you didn't put an exclamation point <laughs> you didn't spell love you spelled l-u-v because you didn't have a <laughs> <laughs> she's oh my really god not selling that it's her winning personality that he fell in love with and not her looks right no she's not selling that she's oh. also not telling how secure she is <laughs> Oh my gosh. So yeah, then she like runs off to the balcony to cry. And he uses that moment to make his escape. It's like, I'm grabbing my dop kit and running off to my apartment before she sees me. <laughs> he was over it. You oh my gosh. Him. So funny. Um, just, let's just talk about Jeremy and going over to Laura, Laura going over to Jeremy's house. Cause that place was psycho. And I thought in that moment, He's got a girlfriend. There's just no way that level of attention and like the refrigerator organization is possible without a woman. Like, I just don't think it's possible. I, even the best man, straight man, could never. Me, it's it. The gold silverware. I was yeah. like, where? <laughs> Not the Love is Blind collection. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was like, it's he has like serving spoons? Like, come on. Like, and it looked like maybe he got some of them from anthropology like i don't believe this i don't believe this okay no, my I favorite don't... was the word art by the espresso or by the coffee machine that was like no depresso when you drink espresso <laughs> <laughs> like the only you thing your depression Kathy. That, <laughs> that crossfit gym in the garage that's the only thing that he had his hand on um yeah, I, I I don't believe that. So what was his job? Because I didn't really hear. He just was like, I didn't go to college and something about nutrition. And now I yeah. whip. My, my interpretation, and this also I find a little disturbing, is that he started some kind of fitness-oriented business at 18. Yeah. Which is kind of like, dude, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> know why i'm always kind of like just chill like why you gotta be so like starting a business <laughs> right he started he started a ponzi scheme he started a, a pyramid scheme fitness business totally. this yeah i don't know landering. but i also have questions about clay's business because it's like is it a jet ski business like i'm confused 
Right, because he had to gas up the jet ski in the boat. What does that mean? I thought he was like maybe a manager of somebody's Airbnbs. Like he was going Ooh. to these rental properties to like get to things together. Prepare them. Okay, that makes more sense because I was like, is he? He has a jet ski business. Like, how much can you earn? <laughs> like, I don't think he's doing the housekeeping. I think he's probably doing like the the more like right. He's like a property manager. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. And they both seem like. Cause they had that landlord combo. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's where AD lost me. Like I have dreams of being a landlord. Like, okay. Crazy. Like that's um, not romantic. <laughs> no. Um. So, okay. Going back to Brittany and Kenneth. Mm. Brittany does start it off. Like trying to have this conversation. They're in the kitchen. And she's like, maybe I could be reading into things a little too much, but it does kind of seem like you have these introverted moments and maybe I have a tendency to overanalyze and Ken's got his emotional support cell phone on him. And he's like, how are you feeling? Cause I'm feeling great. And about like three quarters into her answer, he's just looking at his phone. She's like talking and talking, talking about how she's feeling. Cause he asked her and he's just looking at his phone and Again, like 75% into her answer. He finally puts his phone down. But she's like, listen, on the vacation, it seemed like you had this sense of peace about you. And like, now that's gone. Like, I, I don't even have this like faux sheen of peace anymore in the house. It seems like there's a distance between us. And then she makes, she mentions how like she woke up and she said good morning to him and was like all chipper. And he was just like, hey which was like kind of giving Chelsea and Jimmy for a second, but then it, he, he does kind of like check her. So you think that things are going like, maybe she's just kind of spiraling a little bit. He's like, Hey, like at what point am I going to get grace from you? Like you can't expect me to be light and bright all of the time. You're not going to be that way. And if like, you don't respond in a chipper way, I'm not going to be like, we what's going on. So like, can we work this out so that you don't do this every single time? <laughs> she's like, totally. You could tell like, he's talking to her way where like she ends up feeling kind of embarrassed every time she brings something up you can see it in her face but she kind of does need to know this but i don't know then he like the next day it seems like Brittany might be feeling a little insecure because he comes home late one night but he explains well i got my hair redone i went out to lunch with a colleague i did call you in between and like check in with you during those times so again, like I came home late one time, is that going to be an issue? And so then Brittany says, listen, I feel like we're on the same page about the things that we want, but there's this like desire. There's this like missing piece of like desire that's missing. And he's like, well, that's your thing. That's not true for me. Maybe it's true for you. And then he says, listen, if you feel like you don't have a craving for me, thank you for telling me, but like, I'm not missing that for you. So Ken just checks her and is like you know if you're missing the craving then that's really something that we need to talk about and he does say I've kind of taken cues from you like we had decided not to have sex before marriage so I'm not gonna like push things if you kiss me and you move back like I'm not gonna take it further because I'm feeling like that's not what you want and then she's like but we have barely even kissed and like we haven't made out I kind of feel like even if we had made this decision, we still should have like that passion, like that desire to be like, maybe let's push this a little or like, you know, make it out or something. Right. 
And he's like, okay, well, kind of sounds like what you're saying is that I'm not the caliber of man that you need. I don't feel X, Y, Z for you. Like, I don't feel like that's enough for us to get married. You know, we have to be okay and honest with that. How did you guys feel about what he said to her? This was crazy because I had to rewind it twice. Yeah. I said, did he just say what I think he said? Yeah. <laughs> right. It was like, he's driving on the freeway. Everything's kind of normal. And then he just took a hard right turn and got off the exit. That's what I had to do too. Cause all of a sudden she's crying. I'm like, wait, why is she crying? And I had to go back and be like, Oh, he dumped her. He literally, I'm like, did he just dump her? Did he? It and was with the most no subtle fanfare, dump ever. But with no fanfare. So- <laughs> there, he, there was no big lead up. There was no big, I've been thinking, you know, this was a mistake. Uh, I'm really sorry. I feel like a horrible person or right. I know I did have a kind con- there were not even bad excuses. Just very, there was no emotion on his end either. Like he was me. Yeah. Like there, there I just nothing. like, also a side note is crave like a Christian thing. I, so no you know, I just think Brittany uses words funny. I just think she says things funny because she's like she was using crave as a noun. She's like, we don't know, have that crave. I've, just, I've never heard that before. And I didn't know if it was like some kind of like Christian sex word or something. <laughs> like when no, they he, say, I'm in my season of life, like something like yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> like you can't say lust or I want to fuck you. So you're like, I crave you. Crave for you. Yeah. <laughs> um I saw somebody say that they felt like he was like this is my moment to break up with her and just took it that's what I mean about the freeway exit Mm -hmm. yeah it was like the first sign there but he didn't even calculate it in a way where it was like all right I gotta build up to this or I have to couch this in a speech of some kind he didn't like there was I mean truly this was crazy. I, that's why I kept having to rewind it because suddenly it was just so matter of fact, it was so dry. And I think that's what made it the most infuriating and heartbreaking is that he had zero emotion, not even anger. He had nothing. Yeah. Well, he wasn't like mad. I I mean, it was almost like he, like you said, he saw his opening and he turned what she was having a discussion with him about their disconnect, wanting to solve what was wrong and mm-hmm. he was like oh, oh you have something wrong well then let's yeah, maybe like, it's so not meant to be anyway i care about you so much if it's not there for you and i he's gonna prepare me for that prepare you for that and us for that yeah i will still be the biggest supporter of you and believer in you but i also love myself too much and i've also overcome so much just to force something just because it's not fair to me or you yeah, and the way he like put it on her not wanting yeah. him, like like I'm not enough for you. Like and being like, well, there's nothing I my hands are tied, so why don't we just get out of here as besties, you know? Also, like so also even crazier is that he had someone waiting outside to pick him up. He's like, dude. gotta go. I'm pack I got my go bag packed. My my friend is waiting for me I'm right. gonna go to his house. And the Let's way he like, tried to make it seem like he didn't, like he wasn't fully prepared for this and was like, hey, you know, like I just, let's hug. So we're not on good terms and like everything's good. And then he like gets on his phone. She's crying by the way. And he's just like staring at his phone. You good? 
Okay. The way he's on his phone is aggressively rude to me. Like so rude. Yeah. I just just like the way he is so intently looking at it. Like I actually was like, well, I feel great because I'm not on my phone. <laughs> like whatever he's doing, that's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy to be like she is truly crying. And he's just like, uh, well, I gotta get my connections in before the day's over. Like, no, no he's got like blinders on. Like you can talk to someone and check your phone without disengaging from them a hundred percent. Like he's not even doing that. It is literally like two inches from his face. Like, just like- I feel like if you just broke up with somebody, can you give them like 30 seconds to let the tears out before you look at your phone again? It's crazy. It's kind of like when you're on the subway or public transportation and you don't want to be bothered that's what you yeah. that's what you use your phone as like a sort of protection exactly. but you're using that with your girlfriend or fiance uh it's crazy and it's unacceptable behavior in my opinion like wow. that is very special like I don't know what that so is rude right it, I like at first I was like oh this is like highly mature and then I was like no this is actually really manipulative and he's trying to get off on like being a nice guy and being like it's okay and like we'll be fine. I want the best for you. Like, I, it's just not me. I'm so sorry. Like he's, acting, he's, he's acting like they, um, you know, couldn't get a reservation at a restaurant that night. Like, Oh, it's okay. We'll just, we'll get the next one. Like yeah. that's the level of concern he has. Mm-hmm. We tried. We like, tried. <laughs> yeah. Well, you good. All right. My friend's outside. Bye. Um, so that was crazy. That was I just crazy. wish I could get the truth from him. Like, what what happened here yeah. like I don't know. okay well this might lead us to what the streets are saying yes let's talk about this so somebody we all saw the screenshot of some person who said i'm uh ken's cousin and that man is rainbow emoji so i don't know i don't know i mean it certainly would add up if that were true because she also said uh, that it's his family if, is very religious and I guess don't want him or won't accept that, which mm-hmm. can happen. And then someone did some further research to make sure it was really the cousin. And they found an older post of her congratulating him when he became principal. Right. Oh. So kind of like it verified his cousin because this happened months ago or years ago even. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you know, still, that's a fucked up cousin move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Doing, but... I mean, it definitely, it definitely lends to like a reasoning, like context for that. Obviously, it doesn't excuse what he did, but I could, it's not outside the realm of possibility. No, yeah. it's definitely not. And no. sad for him, obviously. <laughs> But yeah, it doesn't like if, if this is what he thought he to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's sad for him and also really unfair to other nope. people. There were people, look, many people are saying there were people on Twitter, because of course I had to read the comments, and people were like, Oh, his boyfriend was waiting for him outside. He went to mm-hmm. his house. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. I mean, who knows, but it could explain why he might be okay getting into a non-sexual thing, kind of killing time until he has to deal with a marriage possibly. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, the unfortunate thing, if you want to call it unfortunate, I don't th- clearly don't think it's unfortunate to be gay, but like 
there were there's smoke in that situation where it, this could just be an accusation but there are things that were like oh well i wouldn't be surprised right. if you did this based on this you know yeah no i mean um it definitely is something that's possible regardless kenny needs to find a truth so whatever truth yeah. that is i hope you yeah. find it and yeah. this was not godly this was not godly behavior. no it wasn't no it's cruel like Brittany is like she seemed really upset like and uh you could see how something like this could fuck her up in the future <laughs> like right uh so i oh. felt bad for her and- i felt bad for her too as far as we know she seems like a nice person i, I know mean, there's always seen- the risk though something's gonna come out <laughs> So we're not responsible if new information about Brittany comes right. out. <laughs> no, sort of like how the other day on our show, I said that Trevor was like the one good guy on Love is Blind. <laughs> and then literally there was information that came out like five minutes after I posted that episode. So we can't say definitively if, if Brittany is a good person, but from what we've seen on Love is Blind thus far. Right. We would also be victims of their deception. <laughs> we're not responsible (laughs) um okay so let's get quickly back to johnny and amy Mm. their big thing is the kids or are they gonna have kids he grew up poor i guess they grew up in sort of like like you know less fortunate background so he's pushing this like i really need to make sure that like my life's all my ducks are in a row and like i don't want my kids to have a life that i did and she's like yeah me too but he's just like very very stressed about her not going on birth control and they're still not having sex and a producer asks amy have you guys been intimate yet and she's like no but you know i don't think that we're gonna wait until marriage but i just feel like johnny's really scared um I just like don't know what to make of this partly because we don't see enough of them right right and also like I don't I'm pregnant before and like (laughs) just so confused what his fear is like right he also said that he doesn't he wants to live frugally as frugally as possible until they're 50 because he has a goal of retiring at 50 which sadly is very young age to retire in this country um but to me, that would, I mean, just me personally, I'm like, oh, that would be my red flag. I'm like, so this guy's never going to want to go out to a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. This guy's right. never going to want to like, you know, open the purse strings a little bit and like have a little fun. I do feel like they're having important conversations though, that people yes. should have in marriage. So in that regard, it is good. And I kind of do feel like the production is sort of amping up these things. Right. But I don't right. know that they're necessarily deal breakers that I feel like they can be worked out. Agreed. They can be worked out, but I do think, like you said, this financial insecurity is such a driving factor. I mean, that is the big drama in their relationship that's presented on the show, at least. And other than that, it's like, Look, yeah. they're nothing compared to the other couples in terms of entertainment no. value. And I think she did call him out a bit on that. And he was like, well, like, obviously we can be flexible. So it was sort of like not the biggest deal. But yeah, yeah I'd be scared by that too. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something in the milk ain't clean in there. The end of episode E8, we have Laura and Jess who end up in matching color coordinating outfits, <laughs> meeting up for drinks. And 
Jess tells her the tea about how Jimmy had friend requested her the day they all got back from the Dominican Republic. And then she didn't like accept it. So she looked back eight hours later and he had revoked the request and had gone private on his account. But like she had already <laughs> done all of her research that she needed to do, you know, as women do. Right. Of um, course. <clears throat> so Laura was like, well, what'd you think? Did you think he was repulsive? And she's like, no, sure didn't. <laughs> so now she's got this like pressure grin about like, Hey, I did my research. It looks kind of like Jimmy's ex-girlfriends all look like me. Chelsea's very beautiful, but he's got a pattern and the pattern is me. And so I don't know, like maybe, maybe we need to see each other. Maybe. I'm just baffled by why she is so obsessed with Jimmy. I'm so. She just wants to win. She just wants to win. I guess that's it. Cause it's like, you probably could do way better. Like I'm, I'm just like shocked that she's still into it i don't know yeah it just does at this point seem like it is a competition between it's like why don't you just fucking fuck chelsea why don't you guys fuck (laughs) (laughs) to make out already jesus seriously Uh, (laughs) then we find out through laura that sarah had dm'd jerami and it was like kind of putting feelers out there like starting off like I really hope you're happy but if there's ever a chance that your mind might be shifting you know I'd love to have the opportunity to meet you and Laura was kind of like what the hell is that about but she says Jeremy didn't respond but he did hit the heart so it was an acknowledgement that he read the message but he didn't say anything I mean first of all this social media conversation is so real but at the same time, I'm like, I will never want to be recorded talking. It's about embarrassing out loud, it's right? So <laughs> embarrassing. But I've definitely done it. Like he saved it, but he only, you know, thumbs up it, not hearted it. Like right. this kind of Misha is crazy. Oh yeah. So that's 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 up for episode nine, where um, Chelsea acts like again. She throws these fucking bombshells, and then when Jimmy reacts, she doesn't seem to know why he's reacting the way he does why he feels what he does she's like what did i say was it because i asked you why you didn't kiss me all day is that considered clingy to you and it's like yeah bitch (laughs) 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 where where are we supposed to go with this like what do you mean um then we get to i mean amy and johnny like they have to do some sort of somebody on the season has to do like a draw a straw to do a dance lesson so they make them do bachata that was it that was literally mm. it um clay and ad have a meeting with his mom and sister ad is like telling them about her dreams to be a landlord whatever then we find out something weird that like clay's not coming home he's not coming back to their apartment because he's got this weird work schedule and ad is <laughs> like i just wish that you would come home and spend quality time with me we don't have to do anything but like let's just hang out and he's like but baby like i gotta work so mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. add your favorite photos a heartfelt message and we'll even mail it for you the same day all for just five dollars from mom to grandma we have something to celebrate every mom in your life Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. He's also really mean to her about her work situation he's like you don't even work so what like you don't you don't get it you don't get like that i'm hustling and like such a workaholic because you don't mm-hmm. work and and i gotta also, fill, i gotta fill up those jet skis <laughs> but she's absolutely right yes. they have how many weeks to get married now like two, eight days right you're he, not in a position to be gone two nights out of a week that's like for people in real relationships that's for people who've been dating for a while yeah and- this is also, we're on the fast track here. Also, if that's the case that he wants to be closer to his job, if he wanted to be with her, he'd say, "Come with me and sleep at the other place." That right, night. let's both be there. Right. Like, yeah. Figure it out. Um, no, he yeah. he he doesn't see any uh, cause for concern that this is after he's given her this big speech about how he will cheat. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. <laughs> oh, by the way, I like to spend like two nights out of the week away from home sleeping somewhere else. Yeah. So I can save 20 minutes on my commute. Like, <laughs> right. Don't worry also, about it. Also, why do you have to worry so hard about getting up early? Because you're going out all night. Like, Exactly. Speaking of going out all night, let's end this with Jeremy and Laura's conversation. Well, first they do a meet the parents thing where Jeremy meets Laura's family and she like does this shit like trying to humiliate him in front of people like telling her parents even though before they get there she has this whole thing about like her worst fears when they meet jerami is like i don't want you to embarrass me i don't want them to be like we like him but he's not for you like she's putting the pressure so high on him and then as soon as she gets in front of her family she's like uh he got a dm from sarah and he put a heart on the uh acknowledgement and no this is crazy this anywhere she's she walks in the first thing she does is go yeah this is the piece of shit that i picked (laughs) this guy's a real fucking idiot he didn't even go to college can you believe that look at him he wears hawaiian shirts ugh disgusting they're all nice they're like like we like hawaiian shirts (laughs) Yeah, the sister-in-law is like, I would, I think that's really cute that he does that. He seems to have a personality. That's a positive. She's like, no, it's disgusting. Well, it's something that Laura could never relate to when she says something like, if they're really into it, that makes me happy. Like, exactly. And it's like, yeah, Laura could never feel that way. Like, she doesn't understand finding joy. In being stupid stuff like that yeah and yeah. being yourself she she wants to conform to something we don't know exactly what this is but she has some idea and she's also like we said earlier it is crazy to remember that she did go on and on about how she didn't have a family it's like your family seems per- seems perfectly lovely yeah. there doesn't seem to be any red flags about your family in fact they all clocked you pretty good Buddy's <laughs> the red flag babe um I did want to just take this moment though to give a shout out to Johnny's sisters 
because I feel like we missed that scene, but I loved his family and it did make me like him a lot more. I actually thought of Rachel because they were so loud. Thanks. <laughs> We've had several moments where we were loud together. And I know yes. you had with Brendan's sisters where you guys were loud. And I was like, I love his loud family. And it kind of makes sense why he's so quiet and kind of accommodating to women. Cause he has these big brash kind of fun, loud sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a loud family. I come from a very, very, very loud family. (laughs) She almost said something. We're loud. Like, (laughs) yeah. I mean, Brendan comes from a loud family too. Yeah. I loved it. We get it. it. I did like his sisters a lot. I mean, I'm not worried about them at all. No, they're fine. But that definitely made me like not worry at all. I was like, oh, they're definitely, they're probably getting married. Like, yeah, yeah, that was adorable. Um, But Laura's family both of her parents like acknowledge they're like you can be a little harsh like Laura mm-hmm. can be harsh yeah yeah oh she is like she's so obvious in what she's trying to do here just like as far as her whole persona goes and it's like except where you're from like your parents are nice they're not bad people uh, what for what we see your siblings or your whatever they are her brother and sister-in-law also seem really down to earth and she was just tense the whole time trying to like work what they're seeing when they seem like they'd accept anything almost. It's yeah. Also it's weird. Like usually when you bring a new partner home, if anything, you're like, you're like really, you kind of build them up in front of your family. Like, Oh, tell them about this. Or you guys might have this in common. Like you want them to get along with your family. You want your family to see what you see in your partner and how great yes. that you know that they are. But she was doing the exact opposite of that, which yeah, is so crazy to me. You no, that's be- something you try to hide because you're like, I don't want them to judge you based on that one message. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's not protecting him. No, right. Usually not. you should be trying to sell your partner to your family, but she was yes. like trying to sell her bullshit theories on him to the family. She just doesn't like him. She does not like him. She does not like him. She doesn't respect him either as as an autonomous person. How bad did you want to go to the Dominican Republic? (laughs) 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 Just pay for for the trip yourself. Like, I don't get it. Right. Oh, my God. So then things really flip Mm. because they go back to the house and we find out that, like, Jeremy left one night, didn't come back until five o'clock in the morning, even though in North Carolina, the bars close at two. So he was like having this conversation. He's got his sunglasses on inside. She's like, you want to take those glasses off? So he finally does. And he says, well, what had happened was I was going to go to a karaoke bar. And then the last minute they told me we were going to go to another bar. And then halfway when I got there, I got a text from one of the guys in the pod who said, oh, Sarah Ann's at the bar. And then I thought maybe I should go. But then I was like, well, I am going to go anyway. <laughs> and then I saw her and, you know, like we hugged and it was cool. It was like, whatever. And then it just like kind of seemed like, maybe she was upset about something so I decided that I would just hang back and have a conversation with her Mm. and she's like okay I I have like a million questions so maybe you guys can help me clarify what happened yeah go through it basically like I also feel like this just came out of nowhere like we haven't heard anything at all 
about what this night was, why Laura wasn't going to this meetup with all the, all the people in the cast or some of the people in the cast. It was the boys, the boys went out, the boys went out. And then that says a lot about Sarah, by the way, that she just showed up to boys. (laughs) Okay. Renegade that one. Yeah. yeah, she okay. was at one of the locations and the boys alerted, the boys alerted Jeremy that she was there. And he was like, well, that's, I don't care. I'm not going to end my night just because she's there knowing that he probably was like, wow, this is a great opportunity for me to see her and talk to her. Exactly. I'm just saying. Did he tell Laura that he was, she was going to be no. there and at some that, point? No. Yeah. Cause he okay. found it out, found out while he was already out at that Bye. night and they had changed locations a couple of times. Here's where Laura, Laura was absolutely right to be mad at this whole fucking situation, especially the fact that the least Jeremy could have done the least is text her at 1am or 2am and said, Hey, still out with the boys. I'm alive. Just checking in. Mm-hmm. We all want to check a check-in text is expect is to be expected if you're and gonna so, extend the night. so his in his opinion he didn't need to do that because he had given her his location which there's a there's a reddit conspiracy <laughs> about this yeah i've got i've got a list <laughs> okay. of things about that okay, okay good i'm sorry i just need some clarity thank yeah. you <laughs> so um my, the other thing that he could have texted her was like, hey, Sarah Ann's going to be there. But that would mean that he would have to be accountable and like not do anything with her. Right. Because Laura would have known, but he didn't do that. So also interesting. And there's also so much information about, I was going to go here, but then we didn't. And then my friend called and then we were going to go here. And then I halfway there, and then I got a text that I decided to go that I wasn't yeah. going to go. But I was like, okay. The too, like, the too much information wait, yes. is like a sign of lying for way sure. too much. So then Laura tells Jeremy, you're not taking any initiative about shutting this situation with Sarah down. You followed her on social media. You're hearting her DMs and all this stuff. Like you're not making it seem like I'm an engaged man, like at all. And he's like, well, I'm sorry, but I did give you my location. And she's like, fuck that. I was asleep. What Mm. was I going to do? Like, did you think that was going to be some sort of reassurance for me? So he says that they were just in the parking lot talking that whole time. Which isn't great. Which isn't great. Because I've made out in plenty of parking lots before. You can literally fuck at (laughs) them. Hello? Hello. Why Um, are you sitting talking to someone that long that you're allegedly- 5 a.m.? Like in a parking lot. No. Why are you doing that? That you just met? Really? Like you don't have 5 a.m. and you don't have enough stuff here to be talking until five o'clock in the morning. Like no. this is like told- first night, the date's going so well, we talk all night. That's what <laughs> it is. He should have just told her he was doing cocaine. <laughs> that would have been better. Be like, I was doing blow all night and we didn't want the night to end. That's we why have to cover up a crime. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're going to be like, I was out until five o'clock, you'd at least be like, yeah, she was fucking weird. Like she made me, I couldn't leave. She held me hostage, like, or something to make it seem like I Maybe didn't want to be up. there. Not mm. like I was lovingly he, having this conversation no. for, for seven fucking, like however long, weird. He, he, needs to get, he had but, given up I'm, at this point. He, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about getting caught. I think that's what it is. I, well, like, he thought he really, got away with it. Yeah. It wasn't for that meddling Apple watch. So 
Yeah. She starts off by saying like, what was I going to do with your location? Because I was asleep anyway. So then don't she's share like, your fucking was? location. If That's you don't bullshit. Check it at 5 a.m. That's bullshit. Great. I parked, there's lost and found. Then there's an alley that cuts back there. You weren't even in South End. You were north of Uptown, which is where Sarah Ann lives. That I saw a video of a woman who went to the parking lot of the lost and found bar that he said he was at. And how many spaces did that have? Like maybe nine, nine spaces in that parking lot. And she said, basically, unless you're staffed there, you have to get there like hella early to get one of the few remaining parking spots that are left. She even went back behind the alley to show you that there weren't additional parking back there. She showed across the street, like there's nowhere to park. It is the smallest little parking lot outside of that bar. So the idea that he would have pulled up there at one o'clock in the morning and found a space and that they had been talking there all night, highly unlikely. So is her gotcha the fact that she told him she wasn't tracking his location got him to say where he was and then said she actually was tracking her location i think yeah i think she was like oh i was asleep so he figured oh i'll just say it was in the location but people figured he left his phone in the car went up to sarah's house but he had his apple watch on showed his true location and that's how she figured it out i see and then is um, location something you can track previous or do you have no. to see it while it's happening? I'm I just... think it's live. It's just live. Okay. Okay. Got it. So the Apple watch screwed him over. Yes. Got it. Yes. Yeah. That's good to know. Right. <laughs> That's what somebody on Reddit noticed that they said, look, he's wearing an Apple watch. Here's what I think happened is he thought he was being slick, leaving his phone in the car, but then he, right. went, up to, he went up to, um, Sarah Ann's house. They should have been a little more explicit about that in this conversation. Right. Because that's really juicy that he's right. an idiot. It was confusing because <laughs> it made it just seem like I didn't check it. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, I like the Apple Watch. That's really, that's good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I hope we get like a more detailed breakdown during the reunion, like with Sarah Ann also she's a mom like what the, what the hell like oh well let's end women. this by talking about what she's been exposing because you got have you seen these videos wait no. sarah ann has been yes. exposing yes oh my oh, god Ooh. so sarah ann has a tiktok and she posted um do you guys remember what jeremy jeremy's bedroom looked like with the horse the cow um <laughs> he had like that big cow photograph I think people get it from like Ikea or whatever, but it's like a big, hairy, like bison. And it's got like a big, long horn. So he had one on his, in his bedroom and it was above the uh, dresser. So he had sort of like a mid-century modern dresser, this picture above it. So in the TikTok, um, she's posting, I don't even remember what she was saying, but you see the corner of the picture on the wall She's in his house. She's posting pictures on Instagram stories where she's in front of his bed and you could see the bed on the show. Like this, she's clearly living with this man or at least having access to his home. This is a different woman than Sarah Ann. This is a, no, this is Sarah Ann at Jeremy's house, not uh, Laura. Right. But I mean, Okay, she wasn't posting that it, it was Sarah Ann being like, I've been, I've these are pictures I've taken from his house. She was posting videos like, oh, I'm just at my house. But 
oh, do you just happen to see this picture in the corner? Like telling, spoiling, I'm with this dude, but not saying anything. So right, she was giving enough information yeah. of the, the people. You got, you guys cannot fool the online sleuths. They're like, that's the corner of the Buffalo picture. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, people have determined that, yeah, she's very much with this dude. Clearly he and Laura do not get married. But I don't think that's a really surprise to anybody. No. Um, they posted I, this on TMZ, so don't be mad at me. It's our, It's not just on Reddit. It made to mainstream media. <laughs> didn't Jeremy also post some thing on, like, some whatever notes app ex- explanation on Instagram the other day? Like, you, what you see is not the whole truth. Yes. Good guy. There were rumors about him having been engaged like weeks prior to the show. To someone else. To somebody Maybe else, different. which he said production knew about. And I guess he posted screenshots of their communication where he told them that he had been engaged. And um, yeah, he was like, you guys are going to, you all see the truth. Like uh, he said, that, I don't know, basically what we're being told is not the complete story. Like, I'm not a piece of shit for that reason, but yeah. for, the other, for the other reason. That that was a lie. Yeah. Um, talk about the Trevor stuff. What did you find, Rachel? Well, Trevor allegedly also has been in a relationship. This is like late breaking news mm-hmm. that we found out. Someone in our Discord for our podcast sent this to me or sent this to us like yesterday let me see what they said they said oh it's a tiktok this is trevor t alleged text combo and photos oh this is a whole tiktok but it says trevor was not single when he went on love is blind yes and there's pictures of him kissing a girl yeah right. so there's screenshots of a conversation where he's having with this now ex-girlfriend where I guess he's talking about the process of the show and is like, don't be mad. Like, I still love you. And she's like, don't worry about it, baby. Like, it seemed like she knew that he was on the show and was like, whatever. But then it sounds like a week before the show aired, he just ghosted her. And oh my God. so she posted those screenshots of like, yo, where are you? And his response was like very weird. So no, that's what I said to Rachel. Like, he's such a dumbass. It's like, you got to keep that girlfriend until the show's over, at least. Right. Uh, you know, it's like, why would you go someone who has all that evidence on you? As of, time? like, earlier this month. Like, duh. Yeah. Also, why? I, I don't I just don't understand these people. He's not um, beating the dumb bitch allegations. He should. <laughs> it's just, it's like, what do you think? What do you think's going to happen here? Like, you cannot like especially love is blind i feel like has one of the strongest online sleuthing communities of all shows yeah like they find out everything right and like what's your end game people are gonna find out that you were in a relationship and so what do you think you're gonna get a fab fit fun sponsorship (laughs) off of that like what's gonna happen what's what do you yeah yeah, the risk to reward level like ratio of going on this show just doesn't seem worth it unless you truly are doing it to play the game in earnest. But yeah. to go on this show with hopes of becoming an influencer, it's like, no, you could you could obviously housewives, that's like the vehicle for that. 
you could people from 90 day fiance, even 90 day fiance, you could build an influencer brand with that. But this is the kind of show where people, I don't know. I just haven't, I'm yet, I've yet to see like a real influencer moment from any of the cast mem members. Well, at the very least, you'd have to not be a villain. And you'd have to, especially <laughs> being a villain, especially because it's like, is Bartice doing well? Is he like making no. money? What's, I think what's he gets he to be on like one of those spinoffs, like hot or not on Netflix. I think he gets to do that. But like, okay, after you do two seasons of that, then what? What are you going to do what? now, Bartice? Yeah, I don't, right. I agree. And I just who's going like to want to hire you? Yeah. Like, remember that woman who was so mean to um Zach she was like a arena oh yeah yeah arena she was like a party planner it's like how's that gonna help your business right <laughs> you look like an awful person like <laughs> right <laughs> no that's crazy bitch, but congratulations I guess um so yeah and that'll be it for this part of uh love is blind thanks for hanging in to me I just went by like a breeze but this was here we were talking for quite a bit so thank Should you we should we briefly say who we think is going to say yes at the altar? Yeah. Do we want to do predictions? Just um, brief predictions let's before we to... do next week. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to run through the couples and you just tell me yay or nay. Okay. Okay. Clay and AD. I'm going to say a surprise. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say, yeah, I have a gut punching feeling like it's going to be a gut punch she's going to fold and say yes and so is he I'm really praying that he says yes she says no but it never works out that way but no. I'm going to put it out there in the universe I'm going to try to manifest it thank you thank you <laughs> um Amy and Johnny yes and yes mm -hmm. I have a feeling she's going to say no Ooh. oh that would be an interesting twist yeah yeah um okay well we already kind of know about jeremy and laura but let's say they get to the walk down the aisle who do you think what do you think it's gonna be i think laura's gonna give a real like female empowerment speech at the altar in the same way that like zenob tried to do mm. <laughs> wasn't that zenob who did that mm -hmm. at the and she's gonna be like you do not you do not get to walk all over me like she's gonna try and do like a fake out with him but then burst into this whole speech mm -hmm. and tell him to kick rocks dt also did that yeah. Yeah. yes I, I would say my prediction for this one could be laura saying no but jeremy saying yes because he knows laura's gonna say no <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna be with yeah. you so he's trying yeah. to look like the good guy but he's yeah. kind of doing it right mm -hmm. um okay what about who are we uh chelsea and jimmy well this is a hard a yes She's a yes. I just I feel like he's. I feel like he's going to be a yes. Yeah, because he's so scared of her. I think he's. I feel like this is my Colleen and Matt, where I don't think they're going to do it, but then they do, and everyone's they like, do. "It's not going to yeah. last." I you agree. know. I agree. Yeah. Um, and do you think we're we have seen the last of Brittany and Ken? <laughs> I do. Uh, I do only because I think Brittany has self-respect has some more self-respect for she has self-respect i'd like oh, to believe oh, that that yeah. would be shocking to me yeah yeah oh man well ladies tell everybody where they can find you we are hollywood crime scene podcast you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts all right thank you guys so much this was thank you 
Thank uh, you. It was really so fun. fun. And I can't wait to see what happens. I I'm know. Messy, guys- messy people. I'll meet you back in the pod soon. Yeah. I'll meet you back (laughs) in the pod soon. Thank you, Kara. Thank you, Kara.